Hey everybody, this is the Let's Do Summerfield of Metal Gear Mondays coming at you before the episode. Whoa, please don't hit that 15 seconds ahead button. Uh, essentially, what I'm trying to say right now is that I wish we could patch podcasts like we can patch video games. Uh, we kind of can, but not really. So what I'm going to say is you're going to hear a lot of gibberish and nonsense about some like Forever Nash, not Patreon or... I don't know what, because this is forever ago. What you need to go to is patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays or Facebook or SoundCloud Metal Gear Mondays. Uh, Twitter at Metal Gear Monday for the real deal um, and all the latest news. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. This week on Metal Gear Mondays, Ghost Dad is Ghost Sad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Metal Gear Mondays, uh, the Metal Gear Solid-themed podcast where we take a look at all of the games in chronological release order from start to finish, top to bottom, inside and out. I am your host, as always, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I have Isaac Lim. Ah, uh, bonjour. Sam Wright. You gave me extra time to think about it, and I spent that time thinking about what I should say instead of actually saying it. And we have an amazing guest with us this week. Uh, we uh, we are uh, honored to have on the show a uh, good friend of the show uh, off off air, uh, Rob Santos, who is a game developer Wunderkind and uh, is currently the guy running MetalGearSolid.org. Laugh and grow fat, guys. Oh, very Ooh. good. Hopefully, not too I, fat though. I threw a wine glass <laughs> down, but you couldn't hear it. <laughs> Are you wearing rollerblades right now? <laughs> I wish. I've got so, a cat on my Sokolov. feet instead. <laughs> Close enough. Sokolov develop, develops a silent wine glass this episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Stay, stay tuned. So, uh, Isaac, well, yeah. what did we cover last week, buddy? <laughs> um, a lot of things. Should I do, should I, should I do the Yeah, no, or? man. Sam, okay, dude. What, what is uh, this part of the show? Well, Isaac, uh, Isaac likes to tell us what happened last time in a segment we like to call Fumbling in the Dark with Isaac Lim. Um, Take it away, buddy. Yes. So, last week, we, uh, we uh, fought the, the ladder. And I guess it was we also two, two fought... weeks ago, technically. Oh, I counted, yeah, well... I counted the steps just because I knew. Oh, nice. That, yeah, I, I counted 308. Maybe oh, give wow. or take a wow. couple, uh, but I had a clicker and I was just clicking as as I was going. So <laughs> that's awesome! Wow, <laughs> you had a clicker. That's uh, like some official, some official just in business. Case, never know. The official Santos count on the ladder is three hundred eight. Three hundred eight. Give or take some. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Kojima's been putting that number everywhere in the series. And just not finding it. Probably. Yeah, if you rearrange oh, no. it, it's actually Hideo Kojima's birthday. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, How many steps does it take to get to the top of the ladder? A one, a two, a three hundred and eight. Three hundred. Eight hundred three. No, I'm kidding. Oh, crap. Yeah. So, Isaac, continue. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we went rolling along... Rolling hills, 
Rolling hills in? Dirt. And then we fought fire with fire. I like your I like your cryptic like it was very like meta- metaphorical last last episode. cryptic metaphor oh wow okay um, then we transcended through fire and ice um, no it was good I I'll, I'll give it to him Sam do you want to give it to him no I'll See? give you an A plus A plus practicing A plus yes it was good next week or next time we do this you should do it in haiku format for bonus. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, so, yeah. So, so that was last week. Sam, can you give us a little bit of a summary of what we are up against this week? Um, snake sneaks through building, fights secret ghost person man. It's snowing on Mount Fuji. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> dogs. Dogs. Perfect. <laughs> Perfecto. I will. That's how. That's how. That's how you end. Uh, that's how you end an haiku. It doesn't fit the format, but it's just snowing on Mount Fuji all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. <laughs> you, you're painting a picture with your celestial brush. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially, we are going to play through the most batshit part of this entire game, which I did not realize until we started. Because as I was playing through it, it just got like my notes got crazier and crazier, and it feels almost like a fever dream combination of the entire <laughs> series up until this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is pretty nuts. Um, Rob, before we get started though, I had a quick yeah. question for you. What got you to the point that you're running like arguably one of the most recognized like Metal Gear fan sites? Like, how did you get into Metal Gear? Oh man. Um see as far back as i can remember you know as a kid my first console was the nes and i had three games i had the the mario and duck hunt combo cartridge of um i had what was the second one i had metroid and then i have that non-hideo kojima metal gear that starts with <laughs> i i feel asleep oh, God. the terminator the terminator <laughs> uh still image cover art yeah yeah, yeah, uh, and then uh, you know, being like three or four years old, I never actually got past the dogs in the third screen, and so that that was Metal Gear for me for like the first <laughs> you know quarter of my life, I guess. <laughs> wow, that's awesome! <laughs> that's so, what awesome. got you from getting mauled by dogs to uh, being involved <laughs> with the website that, that you're um, running now? Yeah, I was you know I was, I was always kind of a, a lurker on the website, and uh, there was a, at one point they. They kind of have, I guess, some sort of staff uprising where the site got hacked by a bunch of old staff members. And the guy who owned it at the time was just really burnt out of it. Um, I was just starting a career in web development, and I saw that he had posted it for sale, and I I jumped on that. And I haven't done as much with the site as I would like to, uh, but I've got some pretty big plans this summer. But I I, I took it off his hands at that point, and I've I've kind of experimented – you know, uh, the the site was famous as a forum, but since then, things like Facebook have popped up and Twitter and like, you know, it's, it's hard to compete with social networks, you know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you have Facebook and stuff. So I, I tried steering in a direction that's more like an encyclopedia, but then Wikia became popular. And so <laughs> there's, there's no way to compete with Metal Gear Wikia. Uh, so I, I've got a few new ideas of where to take the site to kind of, you know, kind of put together this little fan time capsule of what was the Hideo, Hideo Kojima Metal Gear saga and open that up as some kind of interactable uh, community. And so that, that's where I'm hoping it'll go eventually after all these different things where technology has kind of gobbled up and cannibalized what the old site used to be. That's crazy. 
got some uh, got some tricks up the old sleeveys. Mm, yeah. Are you just gonna so. are you just gonna upload the website to Arsenal Gear and then send it off into the ocean? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm Uh-oh. gonna teach an AI. It's just gonna be an AI. It's gonna be the kernel AI. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Um, no, that's actually it's, I need scissors. <laughs> Sixty one. It's uh, it's super weird that after all this time, I ended up like meeting you because I remember in like middle school and high school, I would constantly be on that forum oh like, yeah yeah like lurking like crazy but occasionally posting i wonder if i can find any of my old posts i, I doubt that they're still present but they might be there were, yeah there was a lot of data lost when the, mm. the, the site was hacked unfortunately yeah, yeah. Mm. but no it was just really weird because i remember talking to you about it and like it was like oh metal gear yeah we love metal gear and then the further the conversation got i was like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> to me right now rob <laughs> turn off so, the console. Yeah, Alessio, you've been playing Stop for playing. too long. You need to turn the console off. Um, but yeah, so cool. Um, essentially, we are uh, gonna dive into this, and honestly, in a lot of ways, um, the the big kind of uh, hub for the section that we're playing right now is a huge throwback to Metal Gear Solid One. Personally, I think mm-hmm. um, because of the way that the base structure is set up. So. We'll get to it. So there's a little bit of a transition. Alessio, yep. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw out a I'm gonna throw out a statement here. What you got? For a contentious me? statement. What you got? So playing playing through this section again as an adult because this is the one. This is the game we've discussed. This this is the one that I played through the least. Um, playing through the section again kind of made me uh, edge over towards Metal Gear Solid Three being my favorite. Yeah, it's really good, man. Um, but I wanted to preface everything we're about to get into by simply stating this is the arguably like the biggest section of the game geographically and so um i tried to do a fair amount of due diligence and accidentally sped run this part of the game um (laughs) so like literally i think i like completely got past this section of the game in like five screens like it was ridiculous Um, so i'm just gonna go ahead and say between the four of us i think we will have different enough stories that we cover a lot of stuff um, but yeah. arguably, this podcast is about discussing our experiences with the game. It's not supposed to be an exhaustive dive into every item in every screen. Um, so if there's anything important... Oh, but I, g- I got some of them in those oh, notes. Oh, for sure, though. for sure. But if there's anything that we miss for listeners, feel free to write in and let us know. Um, but I was planning on essentially using part of the side op next week to kind of cover some of the bonus kind of stuff that we may have overlooked. Um so yeah, but so please put the nails and crucifixes away until next week. Um but yeah, so diving into it, um we're coming out of the battle with the fury. Sam, can you walk us from walk us from the ashes to to where we're going to be? Yeah, so literally ashes. You're walking from this destroyed heat, this fucking pizza textured flame skeletons <laughs> just blew up <laughs> blew up the doorway and you're walking and you got to climb up this ladder. And um, now, after the climb, this ladder was nothing. It's um, 25 steps. But you, yeah, it's, it's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. It's not even got like a his, fifth got, of the ladder. Yeah, I got that Rob Santos clicker. <laughs> got to get it. <laughs> Real quick, Sam, I'll stop you, too. Uh, right before you get to the ladder, if you look to your left, as soon as the smoke clears, if you non-lethal the Fury... Um, you'll find his fire camo. Oh, race. I walked oh, right yes, past yes, yes. it, and I did not leave. <laughs> what happened? I think I forgot. Uh, oh, sorry, to get you guys it, cut off. I did not leave. 
Oh, I know. That 100% happened to me almost with the yeah. end, so I don't fault you for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It, some Those ones where they just kind of... I, I I can say... We'll get to this obviously later, but I can say I appreciate the camo you get after the boss battle in this episode mm. because it's just there for you. <laughs> you don't have to worry about collecting it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so you climb up this ladder and uh, it's starting to get a little cold. Start climbing, you get a little cut scene, get a little bit of snake booty mm. in that cut scene. Booty booty. And you come up, and you come up, and you find yourself uh, checking out Groznygrad. You're in Groznygrad Southwest. I tell you what, um, that cut scene where it's kind of like scanning the whole building and the facility, I said out loud, I said, this whole situation looks like a lot of fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're gonna tackle Groznygrad. Yeah, um, gotta get to the west west wing. Find Martin Sheen. Yeah, I think uh, I think the best way to tackle this is instead of kind of going through it section at a time. Um, I almost want to just talk about how each of us got to the weapons lab and just kind of round table mm. it and let each of you guys kind of like walk us through how you got there. Um, before we get to that, I will say the quick cutscene where we do see the scanning felt so goddamn Metal Gear Solid One to me. It wasn't even funny. Oh like, yeah. Like immediately. Other than yeah. surveillance cameras and Snake going, a surveillance camera. Like, I 100% <laughs> was like, this is a throwback for sure. Yeah, they've got, I they did. focus on those uh, those light towers. And it, it almost, like, I haven't compared them side by side, but it just, it has that same feel of, you know, the Shadow Moses towers watching the helipad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think even the cut sounds, like, almost like the sounds whenever it's cutting back and forth, like, definitely reminded me of the MGS1 cutscenes. But, well, sweet. Um, Isaac, I want to start with you, buddy. If, is that okay? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I'm gonna put you I on can't blast. even remember. Um, you can't even remember? Uh, well, <laughs> Isaac, I, there's just, we do know you, Isaac. You're like OPP. We'll let, uh, <laughs> actually, so we'll let somebody else go. That way Isaac can refresh his memory while we talk about it. Um, <laughs> Rob, since you're the guest, I'm going to force you to go first. Because sure. if, you're, if you're new to Fight Club, you got to oh. fight. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, it definitely has that MGS1 vibe to it, but as I was going through, like, I couldn't help but keep thinking about Camp Omega and the, the Ground Zeroes intro of MGS5. Mm. Uh, I mean, it, it looks just like a demake of it, so uh, kind of like how Leslie was saying, I've played this enough where it's my instinct to almost speedrun it and, like, go through the minimum number of screens. Like, I know the exact crawl space and the door. To, so I forced myself this time to go the opposite direction, away from the weapons, you know, building mm-hmm. whenever I could. Uh, so I kind of did this kind of clockwise thing where I, uh, I didn't write down the exact regions, but it, I mean, the base is kind of in those quadrants with the, mm-hmm. the Southwest, Northwest. Um, so uh, first area, I kind of just knocked out those two guards um, and end up at the tank area and like kind of going back to the Camp Omega thing from Ground Zeroes, I started to get really curious how much uh, how many of the game mechanics were there already? Uh, oh, most, yeah. of, m- most of them were not. I, you know, I kind of got that um, compulsion to unlock every gate from MGS <laughs> Five, and there are none of those in, in this <laughs> one. So that, but there are a lot of them there. Like that, that detail and the level design is there, and like you see all these gates, and you just want to unlock them. Uh, but um, let's see. I ended up in the the two aisles of the tanks, or mm-hmm. depending on. 
you know, what you consider the aisle, like several, several rows of tanks and their dogs. And, uh, but uh, <laughs> the tank tank subsection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, you know, don't get to get used at all. Or wait, should not spoil it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah <laughs> um, and it, like, as far as playing with the mechanics, like I, I tried shooting out all the towers. I, I was surprised that when you shoot out the lights, no one really says anything. I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it depends on the difficulty. Um, like, I don't know if there are actually guards behind those lights and other difficulties or not, but uh, I was kind of surprised to find that. Uh, but past the tanks, I did find the machine gun. Um, I'm kind of trying to do a tranquilizer playthrough, so it's just cool to pick it up, but I, I've never I've never really used that until later in the game, which I guess is the intention. Which um, machine gun was it? It's like the... It's the one where he starts screaming as he uses oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty I, badass. Uh, I think I, I think I can't remember if I did or not. I think I picked it up at the little like weird like Jacob Lost cabin in the woods before the end fight. <laughs> oh yeah, you can get it early. Yeah. Yeah, I for, I forget yeah. that they shuffle it's, the it's, items like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's sticking to that theme because again, you can you can get. Is it random for every game? No, or I don't think like it's random. In, I think like, there's you just have you just have multiple multiple, multiple opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, That's what I've kind of done that. I think in all the previous ones too, like you can actually get the SOCOM late if you try hard enough in one and you can get the, uh, the thermal goggles late in two, I think until you absolutely need them. Uh, uh, yeah. But actually it's kind of cool that you bring up the cabin. Cause it, as far as I can tell from what I've noticed with all the maps, like the game's pretty linear except for, I guess kind of two or three areas where you actually have multiple entrances and multiple exit points. And obviously Grozny Grad is one of them uh, mm-hmm. because, yes. because oh, yeah, yes. you have all those quadrants you can walk through. The cabin is another big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the base with the hind uh, oh, yeah, just yeah. sitting there. Yeah, The one that uh, destroyed Isaac. Well. Which is cool to see them playing with that open world design in a very small way. Like th- this really does feel like if they had made this today, this is like the internal prototype for MGS5. Like, it's exciting to go back to it after mm-hmm. playing that one, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then I, I kept going clockwise past the entrance because, like I said, I didn't want to just rush in. I wanted to see what else was in the space because I, I think, you know, younger me, it's been maybe five years since I've played this, and I feel like younger me playing it kind of was tensed to like, kind of pushed to rush just to not get caught, but I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to experiment. Um, so I kind of explored the other corners. I think I ended up where you actually get tortured later on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the torture room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like you, oftentimes you're so quick to rush out of there that you don't realize where it is in the bigger picture. So it was kind of cool to bump into there earlier. Uh mm-hmm. But uh, and yeah, I, I am I am playing on one of the easier ones just to to refresh my memory right now. Uh, so I think it's probably more dense with guards at a higher difficulty. But after that, I did just go straight for uh, the entrance to the lab. Nice. At that point. Was there a was there a prison guard in the torture room area when you got there? Um, I can't remember if I was able to go in. Oh, gotcha. Because uh, I was gonna yeah. say uh, it would be interesting to see if you could screw with uh a special guest who we will talk yeah. about later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, sweet. So, Isaac, now that we've gotten the awesome refresher from Rob, would you like Ooh. to carry the torch and tell I'll us take how, a stab. You, how you did it? I'll try to remember. 
<laughs> There's just so many different areas that I'm like that they to me they all kind of like blended together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. You know how you fix this? You know how you fix this problem? I uh, well, don't tell me now. <laughs> you take you take you take actual notes. <laughs> Look, man. Instead of brain notes, my, my hands. We've been over this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Isaac. Lim, so I'm the mentalist. Yeah. Can you walk? Let's this try way? this. Um, so yeah, wh- when I get to the top of the ladder, <clears throat> and after that swirling cutscene around the <laughs> the whole area where he's he's at the bottom, looking up, and it's 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 it makes it seem like he can see all the guards and everything because immediately he like hides. <laughs> But I'm like, you're at the bottom. <laughs> How can you see anything? Well, we determined last time with the transmitter that he could definitely not see or hear any conversation about that snake is omniscient. <laughs> uh-huh. so, uh huh. Snake is omnipotent. We are all snake, I, and snake is us. <laughs> snake is us. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so immediately I go up the stairs and get spotted. <laughs> oh, surprise there. <laughs> Good course um, of action, Isaac. <laughs> It, remind, well, it just expect- reminds me of the scene from Kung Pao where it's just like, I had two options. I could roll out of the way or take the claw to the face. And then he takes the claw to the face and says, I regret my decision. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, well, I didn't expect a guard to be, you know, so soon to just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I can't remember if I died there, but I put that behind me. <laughs> pretty quick um and then i guess is this the area with all those crate boxes and you can like crawl under under them and mm-hmm. they have items rob, rob yeah, so. this section 100 percent reminded me of the uh docks at the beginning of mgs1 yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. i was yeah. gonna say that so just but just yeah throwing so, that out there <laughs> i didn't <laughs> <laughs> But it was the whole area was on that middle grating, and there was a guard patrolling, so I didn't know if he could hear me. So I was like crawling the whole time to the other side. Um, but yeah, that took you know. Anyway, so I got past that, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I can't remember where I went next. I think I went to. Uh, Next to the, there's a truck. Oh, uh, so did I you say there's a truck did, past? Hmm? Did you crawl I went through, through a door into another zone, or did you go through a door? I went through a door, and I okay. think it was on the opposite side or something like that. Gotcha. Um, let so me look it you up. went. I think you went Rob's route then, because if you went through a door and passed by a truck, you probably started going kind of clockwise. Yeah. yeah, probably. You know, this is like the first first part of this whole game that I've looked at the map. Oh and really? I, I didn't understand. Uh, I, I didn't know there was a map useful. for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and then I guess I did go most of Rob's way because um, I actually went through the torture room too. Oh. Um, yeah, and you can, uh, you can go in and there's I think there's a guard there. So, uh, but you can you know, no, there's not a guard in there. But you can, um, uh, I guess, go through all the cells and all the. You can go to the actual torture room, that's all yeah. bloodied up. Um, so I thought that was. I forgot. Yeah, I was. I forgot. I forgot that that what that room was for a mm. second, and 
I looked around, I was like, this room does not seem... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is scary. I'm going to get out of here. They're renting that room on Airbnb. It'd be interesting <laughs> to compare the textures before and after and see if there's any change in blood staining. I kind of wish I had oh. to look at that. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be kind of cool. They're actually pretty attentive to that. Oh, man. Series. I wonder. Oh. So I didn't really I make... Didn't... I kind of imagine something was going to happen but I, I thought there was something i don't know something story-wise i didn't think that this was going to be a critical area later on yeah um, so i was like oh cool um a torture room i'll just leave this here um <laughs> you should have taken it with you <laughs> you never know when you'll need one Take, you should have taken the whole room with yeah, you never know you would have taken the room with you and they, they wouldn't have anywhere to torture you i like the, i like the idea of isaac walking into the room and then just like uh, a bodiless voice is just like i'm kind of a big deal snake because like isaac's like what is this room and it's just like it's i'm a big deal man get out of here but. get out yeah, <laughs> and actually okay so there's this tunnel i can't remember which area it connects two areas like i think it's the southeast and the north east maybe um yeah, and i that's, that's i don't know i guess that's just a way that you can tr- go through those two areas if you want um but i was like oh this is interesting and i was yeah. actually um exploring it for like 20 minutes but <laughs> Isaac was uh, figuring out where I was uh, handwritten <laughs> <laughs> digging my own tunnels if you will um, but yeah so that was cool uh, and then I guess I happened to go into the building that is the weapons lab very um, nice and so well I mean I'll, it sounds that, like oh. it was a breeze but no <laughs> <laughs> it was an uphill battle. It was a struggle the entire way. I will say this area, was, uh, this portion was like a lot of fun. Just like going through all the different um, zones and whatnot, the boards, the boards. Um, I forget about the yeah. boards. <laughs> the <laughs> boards. <laughs> Go through all the boards. Yeah, it, Sam. this was yeah oh, a lot ahead, of fun. Sorry, sorry I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> I'm looking for segues. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. I'm sorry. You just cut me off now. Do you know where I can find some segues? Okay. Um, <laughs> couple segues. Some sailors. Um, so Sam. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I tell like can I tell a really quick aside about sure. that? Um, uh, so Kevin, who is the guy who does toast with me, one of my one of my good friends. Um, I was picking him up from his job one day so we could record toast. And I found him and I snuck up behind him and I said, do you know where I could find some sailors? And he's like, I hate you. And I was like, turn around and look at me. And he said, I can't even look at you right now. And he walked away. <laughs> For all he knew, you could anyway. have been Ryu. Yeah. I could have been Ryu, but whatever. With, with your um, weird, like, uh, cow udder otter jacket. I don't know what the fuck that is on the back of Ryu's jacket. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> cow otter. <laughs> I don't know. Sam, walk us through your version of Grozny Grad. Um, so, okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying I didn't do a whole lot of exploring this time, um, and this first section was actually kind of a breeze for me, but I did most of my exploring after the torture scene, um, and I've got some war stories to tell about that, <laughs> but, but, um, I pretty much, I was kind of, uh, sneaking around, took out some guys, 
Um, to go back to what Rob said about them not really caring that you shot out the uh, the towers, um, if you trank a guy and he happens to fall in the path of the light, they don't seem to care. There's a knocked out dude just chilling. Really? Um, Wait, people yeah, people fall asleep on the floor all the time. <laughs> in yeah, this so, is true. But like, I trank I trank three separate people in the in the path of a. Uh, a spotlight, and I thought it was going to be a problem, and it just never was. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so I took out a couple people, and I wound up, um, I wound up uh, in the area outside of the uh, torture chamber, the cells. Um, and there's another cardboard box out here if you're kind of exploring the outside area a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a book on the roof too, actually. Um, but kind of explored a little bit, took out the guys in this area, went into the torture chamber. Um, I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. I walked past the, uh, the office and the dude was like, who's that? And I was like, fuck. So <laughs> I, I turned around and I ran into the entry of what I didn't want to leave because I wanted what was in that office. Cause there had to have been something. So I hid in a box in the middle of the doorway. <laughs> the dude, the dude, <laughs> the dude walks up to the box and he's like, huh, I guess it was nobody. And then notices the box and I'm like, God damn it. So I pop out of the box and I just kind of surprise motherfucker. And I CQC'd him. <laughs> um, went into the office. Um, there, you can get the camera in the office. And then there's a little, there's a little caratan in there too. A little Karopi? Uh, little Karopi. <laughs> <laughs> so go in there, kind of look around, found that uh, bloody old room. Not nice. Uh, went back outside and I went back to the same area I was in and I went like, pretty much in the exact opposite direction and just kind of found my way into the weapons lab. It was this, it was just pretty much a, like a boomerang. It was like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Very nice. Pew, pew. So, um, yeah, I accidentally just like went straight there. Like I, uh, I, <laughs> quote unquote. Okay. Well, right. no, it's weird because like, uh, so I had all in, for all intents and purposes, I was like, cool, I'm going to explore this place. And then by the time I got to the weapons lab and I walked in and saw the title card, I was like, well, I guess I'm not, and I'm just going <laughs> to do this now. Um, but yeah, so essentially as soon as I came up, I kind of like hung out on the boxes and waited for the guard to pass, and then I climbed up, put him to sleep, saw the little slit in the ground, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to crawl through here real quick. Crawled through, went behind the truck. A dude saw me and went to like walk towards to check it out. I immediately got into a box like Sam did. Um, he did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Like he was just like he did like he didn't even speak. He just like stared at the box, and then he turned around and then I popped him. I went and got the cardboard box in the alley, put that guy to sleep because I was so far away he couldn't see me, but I could shoot him. Um, walked out and was like, hmm, I don't know where to go next. And then I looked to the right and I was like, well, that door looks pretty well lit. I'm just gonna go in there. That looks important. And then immediately <laughs> it was like weapons lab. that that door looks well lit i can trick or treat yeah (laughs) so that that was it like that was my entire man i was like this is a big base oh shit i'm done so i don't know i feel bad back uh back whenever i was a youngin much like rob was talking about uh this place was my goddamn playground like i essentially would have a save here all the time and would just boot it up and essentially just see what i could do um so for me, Groznygrad is uh, forever near and dear to my heart because it's a super cool, super cool game space that they created a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But yeah, so I guess we can ha- uh, handle the um, 
weapons lab the same way that we just did this. Yeah, yeah and go in there and just got to be a sneaky little science boy again. Yeah. <laughs> We're going back yeah. to a uh, solid science snake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with those glasses. Oh, my God. The turtleneck and the glasses forever. Kill yeah. me. No, I decided this time, uh, since it obviously didn't work last time, I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to put on the, the riding mask. And uh, it was a much better decision. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. But, yeah. So, um, let me see really quick. I'm just double checking my notes. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that that's real, that I just did that. <laughs> um I yeah okay cool. Um, we, my only right. my only other note that I wrote down was snake hates bats but loves noodles question mark raw question mark. So I guess snake eats his ramen raw, and that is the only note that I had for Grasnikov. <laughs> is that is okay? Really? Is that weird? I because I do that all I don't the time. Like it's Your candy bar like it's dry. You pull it out of the bag and you eat it like a candy bar. Like, well, not like a candy bar. Like what I'll do sometimes is if I'm if I don't cook it, I'll like grab a packet of it and I'll like like mush it up, it, and I'll just have little pieces of ramen. And then like sometimes I'll like take like dip the little crunchy pieces in the packet. You just like, smash it. And I then thought... you pick the debris up from wherever it landed. Yeah, yeah. You just eat the you eat off eat the, the ground. You just eat the ramen dust. It's, it's ramen dust. You just eat it. Just... You snort. You snort it directly into your nose. Uh, so Wait, it's supposed okay. to be ramen, not a chocolate that... orange. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't think that was weird for the longest time, but like as I've gotten older, it just seems like it's something people don't do. So, what do you do with the seasoning? <laughs> I'll eat it. Like I'll I'll take it and I'll like I like like dab it in the seasoning. So you like alternate? Like I'll, I'll, I uh, yeah. as soon as Isaac said seasoning, I got flashbacks to a very terrible experience that I had at Sam's house. But we will save that for later. <laughs> um, like I, I could literally taste it in my mouth right now. <laughs> 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 It's just like broth, dude. It's just like broth. All right. Oh, anyway. Jesus. Anyway. Um, uh. So, Rob, Rob, I'll let you take a, take it away. What was your weapon, yeah. weapons lab experience like? Um, I totally botched the. I could not remember the uniform choice. I guess if I had actually sat to think about it, I probably would have picked. But I think I, I start off with the uniform without the mat. No, what did I do? I don't know. Whatever I did, it didn't help. I was hoping to just walk around unnoticed, <laughs> so I was just walking in front of people, thinking. No, they won't bother me. Um, noticed very early on that I'm I'm used to wherever the camera is pointing, and I'm doing the 360 camera. Yeah, mode. yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm used to wherever the camera is pointing. That's where I aim, uh, which is not how it works. You aim wherever the character is facing, not where the camera is facing. Uh, and so, like, I was just continually not aiming where I wanted to be, and just setting off alarms left and right. Uh, I think I hid in one of the... So from the entrance, if you go through this one counterclockwise instead, you'll kind of end up in a back area mm-hmm. um, with one of the doors is unlocked, and I guess they're storing some ammo and, su- and such in there. Uh, so I had to wait in there in a cardboard box for a bit just to for it to time out. I was like, okay, I'll do this more quietly. Um, decided to play with the uh, the motion detector radar a bit, which... I guess it isn't as useful as you think it would be. I mean, it's nice to actually have dots there, but I guess especially on a, a two-floor level, you can't quite tell if the dots are above or below you. So it just, I just yeah. felt surrounded oh. all the time. So it <laughs> the um, the anti-personnel sensor is honestly way better is than the motion detector. Okay. Is that the beepy? Cause it, it's yeah, because it's not like 
super accurate as to where they are, but it'll start beeping really frantically when they're really close. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I kind of just did a clean sweep of the area, tranquilizing everyone. I, I got like I did a full clock counterclockwise thing, and I was like, "Where the hell is Rykov?" Um, and I ended up bumping into him right near the entrance. Uh, tranquilized him before he could set off any alarms. And I don't know if it was always this slow, but having to drag that body all the way from the entrance door up the stairs <laughs> to the lock, like it, would, it, would, it took longer than actually clearing out all the soldiers. So I just, I wish I could have thrown him or something. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're just sitting here dragging him up these steps and it's kind of like, hopefully a scientist dragging around this very prominent, very asleep guard won't raise any red flags with anyone. It looks like, like no one else in, the, in, that, in that game. So he's obviously a standout. Yeah. Yeah. You'd th- you'd think that with how much Kojima Productions loves Raiden, that uh, you could have thrown at least his character model, even if it was the only character model in the game that you could throw. Yeah. But yeah. I'm surprised that you can't uh, just, like, smack him in the face while he's asleep, too, with as much as they hate Raiden. Yeah. Um, so I stuffed him in the locker, um, and I let, I let him lay out, like, I pulled him out just to mess with them. <laughs> um, I, I noticed when you were stuffing him in, there's also a poster of Raiden. And so I just wanted to get, I wanted to get a peek at that. Uh, So I let him out. I I did not put him back in. And so when I tried to exit the area, uh, the major actually called me to scold me, you know, about, oh, how could you do that? Someone's going to catch you. And then he really emphasizes, if you get caught, it's game over. Like, okay, it's (laughs) as if I didn't know. (laughs) We get it. We're playing a video game. Thank you. Which was, it was pretty amusing because if, uh, I don't know how far we're going. Are we going up to... Um, I'd say just before the cutscene. Okay. Uh, so you, you put on the uniform, you put on the mask, and um, I like to do this thing, like going way back to the fear battle, where I try to get as many arrows in my body as I can, because they'll stay <laughs> on your character model. Um, you can heal around it. like you, uh, As long as you don't, I think, knife out the arrow, you can still do uh, the bandage and whatever else will let you heal, and then you'll have those arrows in your body the rest of the game. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not in the cutscenes, but they're at least in the gameplay scenes, which is still kind of funny and cool, especially, uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Vulcan will talk about your body and the torture thing, but we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I thought it was kind of funny that, um, you know, I've got all these arrows in my body. I'm walking around looking like Rykov for some reason with arrows through my uniform. And like that. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah, really and that mini cutscene where he, he exits and you get into the next. Uh, you know, storyline area. It's so obvious that he's kind of got that slightly hunched, um, naked snake sneaking posture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even like during, I mentioned that during the cutscene. It's like even during a cutscene, he can't walk like a normal person. Yeah. It's like at least try. <laughs> yeah, at least just straighten your back up, dude. That looks like it's mm-hmm. fucking your posture up really bad. Yeah, real bad. Um, before we get into uh, Isaac's lay of the land, I did want to preface, and I probably should have said this before Rob went. Um, so uh, for those of you who are kind of playing along with us or you're using us to vicariously play along through the game, um, if you don't remember from the previous main episode, uh, our objective is to go into the weapons lab and dress up like Colonel Ivan Rydinovich Rykov. Um, and use his <laughs> outfit and face to get into uh, the zone where they're face. keeping Sokolov. 
So, like ripping um, his face off. Well, and so I've got a question for you guys, and, and you guys might know the answer. I can't remember, and I didn't research this. If you don't pick I Love MGS2 at the beginning and get the, and get the Raiden mask, how the fuck are you supposed to get through this? Like, where do you get the mask? I have, yeah, I have no idea. Gives it to you at some point. Eva gives it to you? Because I, I picked I Like MGS3. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so I did and not you, have and that you, intro. Okay. Because I was trying to huh. figure that out. I was like, is that a thing that you have to do if you didn't? But I, I don't know. I couldn't remember. But right on. We'll figure it out. Um, Isaac, what was your weapons facility experience? Oh, just just dandy, Alessio. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> you want? Oh, you want me to go into detail? <laughs> oh, no, Isaac, no, you, that's really fine. Just, you really just know how to. You really just know how to set a scene. My it's man. good, isn't it? It's real good. Yeah. Did you hold hands so with the yeah. Rykov? Okay. <laughs> and just like skip around the facility? I think he'll feel um, you up if, you, if he sees you dressed as him, I think. Oh, that's really I didn't creepy. try it this time, but I, I think I remember something weird. Like he gets excited, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the stranger grab your crotch. My oh, my goodness. Um, anyway, so... Um, I, it wasn't too bad at first. Like at least um, I put on the science uniform. super science snake, <laughs> super science go, and I was just walking around, just saying hey to all the guards and um, exploring. And uh, so I go up. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know where I'm supposed to look for this guy. So I'm just kind of like walking around. At this point, so I, I get to the locker room, and I'm trying to I'm open up all the lockers, right? And to see like, if he's in there. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you're like, where look, is he? <laughs> looking for uh, things. Anyway, so half of them are like locked. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to. Maybe there's one of these that I need to just like smash the door, um, and it'll be some crazy surprise. I don't know. So. I start smashing a row of lockers, and then all of a sudden, um, some scientist girl comes up behind me and is like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and then starts <laughs> sets the alarm off. I'm like, can a guy just bang, you know, Break let some, some steam off, <laughs> just <laughs> punch some lockers? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I pretty much gave up at that point and just let the guards kill me so I could no. start over. Because, um, I mean, there's no escaping it at that point, I, I don't think. Um, so anyway, round two, I uh, I don't punch in the lockers this time. <laughs> <laughs> and I found Rykov because, uh, you know, his flowy blonde hair and such. And... um. I, he was actually, I actually didn't have to drag him that far. Like where I found him was at the base of, I can't, at the base of the stairs, there's a room, is like a library or something. Um, and I, he was in there with another scientist and I, I do the six spray and I put them both down easy peasy. And I, um, I didn't know what to do with him. <laughs> at that point <laughs> I was like alright give me clothes please um, so I yeah I admit I 
I uh, looked for, um, I looked online for that, for what to do. <laughs> do they uh, explain that? Because I mean, I, I just they? remember how to do it because I played it years ago. I don't remember them actually telling you to take them upstairs. Well, I, I tried contacting Major Zero, uh, Major Tom, and <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say. He was just talking about, um, great, you're in the weapons lab. Find Rykov. I'm like, all right, I did that. Yeah, he's right in front of me. <laughs> um, so I got frustrated, and this was like last night. So I was like, all right, okay, I kind of need to get this done. So, um, yeah. Did you resort so, but, to the internet? Uh, that's what you do this day I and age, Alessio. <laughs> um, for for first time listeners, by the way, too, I completely forgot to say this at the beginning of the episode. So Sam, Rob, and myself have all played through the game all the way to completion. Um, Isaac has never played the game before at all, so this is That's fresh right. takes from a fresh player. Yes, and who dies a lot? So just <laughs> just set the scene. Um, so fresh fresh <laughs> takes from Isaac the freshman. <laughs> I got your bread. Anyway, so <laughs> I just drag him up the stairs and then take him to the locker, and then boom, cutscene. And uh, right, yep. Good, good, good stuff. <laughs> Sweet, um, Sam. I was kind of talking to you as you were doing some of this game, so I feel like I already have yeah. some spoilers on this. But can you let everybody yeah. else know about the map? So, so w- really quick, I'm going to ask you: w- Are you going to post that picture I texted you uh, on the the um, the show notes? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably send some of them or put some of them in there. Okay, <laughs> because. So this part was really weird for me because um, for some reason I forgot this is where you were supposed to knock out Rykov. Um, so I was just I was like, okay, this I saw the I saw the one guard that didn't look like a normal guard, so I put my sciencey gear back on, and I was uh, walking around little, little science snake in his glasses, and I was just kind of exploring, and I walked into this like library, and um, I knocked out a scientist, and I was looking around to see if there was any items in there, and there wasn't. And turn around and walk out the door, and lo and behold, who should walk into the fucking room but Rykov? I'm like, holy fuck! So I almost bumped into him, and he kind of like stumbled for a second and kind of looked at me, and then started walking into the room, and I was like, fuck. So I knocked him out, and I was like, okay. It's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I drag him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made it easy. So I dragged him up the stairs. Um, uh,. And I'm sitting here, and I was like, hopefully nobody sees me. And, of course, somebody sees me. <laughs> I like um, how you captured the exact same, ref- like, inflection in your voice, like, twice. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's my, it's my specialty. Um, so I'm dragging him past this door, and the automatic door slides open as I'm walking past it. And I hear a, huh? And I'm like, God uh, damn it! <laughs> so, um... So the dudes come in the room, but they come in from the other side of the room. So I just, I, I'm behind this partition. So I just, uh, cop a squat in that box. And I, what? I, I was texting Alessio, <laughs> um, about my experience playing, playing through this section. I'm just like, I'm just like, I was doing real good. And then they saw me and, uh, I'm going to try and get like the exact, uh, the exact, uh, messages. I said, um, I texted Alessio, I said, dude, I accidentally ran into him and I immediately got seen. I'm dealing with that currently. And then I sent Alessio a picture of me in the middle of evasion and these guys just walking around Rykov's unconscious body, <laughs> not not waking him up or anything, which made my job easier. 
But the evasion finally ended, and as soon as the all clear went through, that's when they noticed Rykov's body. So I popped out of the box, I knocked the two cards out, and then I knocked Rykov out again. Wow. And I dragged him to, I dragged him to the locker, um, put on my disguise, and I kind of explored a little bit, got some ammo, got some suppressors. Um, the Scorpion submachine gun mm-hmm. is in this area, too, mm-hmm. if you didn't grab it. So grab that, and I uh, I was walking around the building, and I'm a saluting machine. <laughs> you press, uh, you press, press triangle, dude salutes, and if you walk past a guard um, and they see you, they'll be like, oh, sir, and they'll salute. So it's only polite <laughs> to salute back. You know? So I'll do a quick little salute, and then I'll run away. I didn't know you like, could salute. My... That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. You know how like um, you know how in science mode, if you press triangle, he pushes up his glasses? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like he salutes with <laughs> Scientists are not patriotic at all. They're just nerds. So they, they put they of push course. Their oh my yeah. goodness. That's literally in my note I said I in my notes I said now I may freely roam around the nerds. So <laughs> I felt felt really good about that. That's but that funny. was my that was my That's special hilarious. journey. <laughs> hey, a lot lot of a uh, lot of accidents and oversights. Hey, you did good. Hey, one Thanks. one thing real quick that I did when I was a science man was <clears throat> When you were in your I actually, <laughs> I actually, um, you could actually push the alarm. I didn't know that. You know the alarm no. that the scientists oh wow um, trigger when they see you. Why? Why would you? I was that? like, may, I was like, I was like, what does this do? Maybe I can do this, and I push it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could actually push Earth. it, and then the alarm went off. But they didn't suspect me. I guess because oh, really? I pushed the button. That'd be so really everybody awesome. was wondering yeah. around. That'd be awesome if you could push the alarm on somebody else. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? He did it. <laughs> He's a spy. That's funny. So yeah, I just went running around with the other nerds. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm not him. <laughs> like, there's a guy killing guys. <laughs> do a nerd salute with the glasses to another nerd. Do they salute back? They do not. They <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they tattle. We uh, we we had this discussion a while back. Uh, we we thought that uh, if you push up your glasses, if they see you, that they'll let you go. That's they'll be like, oh, you're, you're bespectacled. You're one of us. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. That's the sign. All nerds wear glasses, right? It's really weird because all it's like all the nerds are like, "You're a jock pretending to be a nerd," <laughs> and then whenever you get dressed up, all the jocks are like, "What's up, jock?" <laughs> <What's up? laughs> it's very strange anyway um yeah so my pro tip for this area is uh as soon as i got in here i was like you know what i've never done it this way before but i'm gonna try normally i go through and just trank everybody um or put everybody mm-hmm. to sleep um i actually went right up to the locker room very first thing and literally just stood there by the door and as soon as it opened i just sig sprayed rykov and like we were ready to roll um dang and so i put on his outfit and then i was like now i can just do whatever the fuck i want and so I did all my exploring after I put him to sleep. Um, yeah, I have a question for you guys. So I didn't open any of the lockers, uh, the locked ones. I think that there's a uniform in here, if I remember correctly. Um, it's there after you go back. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Isn't it the sneaking hmm. suit? Yeah, it's the best one. Yes, it is. Yeah, it oh, literally man. is the best one. And I felt really bad for not getting it, but I guess we have to get it on the way back. Um, yep. But yeah, so um, also the other quick thing. So Rykov has a G-string on, I think, or a thong, or yes. a onesie. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what did I say? Do they really have to with the lightning bolt thong? Yeah, it's like... a lightning bolt. Does, and I have another question. Does he have batteries on his ass? 
or am I imagining that? Huh? Batteries. Uh, are we? It's so. So let's let's get this straight. Are you implying that Rykov is a sex doll? I'm not, but I like, and I don't remember because <laughs> I didn't open the locker to let him fall out. But I have a weirdly distinct memory of doing that and noticing that he had like a battery pack or something on his ass. Is that real or am I fever dreaming that? Dude, Alessio, now that you mention it, I think I remember when you played this at my house or whenever I watched you play it. I th- that sounds so familiar now. But I, I can't. Colonel Volgan I, I has a charger in his room. <laughs> okay, no. I took a hit for the team, and now Rykoff Metal Gear underwear is in my search history. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Uh, Way to be a hero. I don't see anything that looks like batteries. <laughs> I see someone managed to pose him with his legs up on Ooh. the corner of a wall. What? Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Rob. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind. It must just be the lightning bolt that I'm remembering, and I'm like misremembering it as like a battery pack lightning bolt or something. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so that's what I did, and I walked around and got everything. Got the scorpion. Didn't alert anybody or do anything crazy. Um, and essentially, from that point, I walked straight down. I explored the weird little like science war room that they have set up. Um, which I was surprised that there's nothing in there at all. So it's kind of like a death trap if you walk in as Science Snake, because like everyone <laughs> is Yo, just like, "Who yes. the fuck are you?" Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I thought it was really neat though when you walk out of here and you go towards the area that you're supposed to go in, where the two guards kind of like check you to make sure that you're allowed to be there. Um, that you can see the Shagohod through the window, so you can kind of like study the outside of the Shagahod because you're in the same like hangar as the build as the weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was kind of neat. Cause it's like, I don't know, it, at least in the first couple metal gear games, they do such a good job of like hyping up the vehicle that you're there to destroy. That like kind of like mm-hmm. an MGS one and an MGS two. It's like when you finally see the thing, it's just sort of like, Oh shit. Like there it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was neat to be like that close to it. So nice. That was yeah. That was that was what I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, on that note, I will try to figure out the best way to split this thing up because we're about to go through like cutscene bonanza. Um, oh gosh. And a lot of the best cutscenes in the game are like back to back to back, like here. True. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, what I, what I will say real quick, I, before before I walked into um, the West Wing corridor for the cutscene, I called paramedic, and she freaks out because uh, you're wearing the Raiden mask, the Rykov mask, and mm-hmm. um, she she uh, she was like, "Oh, uh, who are you?" And Snake <laughs> is like, "It's me." You really think somebody you don't know would be calling you on this number? And she's like, "Oh, I don't know. You just she just you just look." cool you look like a venusian oh my what <laughs> but she, she but she but she goes a long way to specify not like the crab aliens from that movie but like the sexy venusian i'm pretty sure i read that uh i read that situation right. that's weird i wonder if that yeah. plays into the whole like they picked raiden's uh aesthetic to appeal more to women kind of argument or not oh who knows this makes but, sense well, I remember Zozo. Oh yeah, Zozo said oh, no, no. Did not. <laughs> Zozo said no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, cool. So I'm gonna take a. They I'm gonna, tried to make. I'm gonna take a five. They tried to make me love Raiden, and I said no, no, no. <laughs> Until MGS4. So yes, I'm just going to tear us through these cutscenes, I guess. We can talk about them as we go through them. Um, so essentially, we are in the West Wing Corridor um, once we get through the Main Wing. So we're in the West Wing Corridor. I Well, so I have a quick note that I need to ask you guys about. When I was wearing the Rykov outfit, I noticed that my stamina was going down fast. Huh. Or faster than normal. Oh. Is that a thing? Or did hmm. I just like imagine it? Oh, I, I didn't, didn't notice, notice yeah. It. I did not notice it. Okay. Were you poisoned still from like a long time ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I uh no, I like I checked all my Look. health thing and everything. Well what's weird is like normally I don't notice that the stamina like when you're moving normally, you can't really see the stamina gauge decrease, you know what I mean? Because mm. it's moving at yeah. such a slow pace. But as I was walking around as Rykov, I could like physically I could actively see it like shortening, which I thought was interesting. So huh. I don't know. Maybe he's just really tense because he's wearing another man's face. Um, who knows? But anyway, so as soon as you want to enter the West Wing corridor, uh, we encounter Martin Sheen, and he's the president of the United States. And he asks you to walk <laughs> and talk with him. Um, no, but but it's it's an instant cutscene. Um, mistake number one: Snake, don't fucking take off your mask yet. Like, what are you doing? Seriously, like, not yeah. right now. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why? What a dumb. It's a, it's a <laughs> dumb. Um, and then in typical snake fashion, snake kind of doesn't hide um, behind these boxes. Yeah. yeah. He, he kind of just hangs out. <laughs> he just um, stands there. Like, it's really weird. Like, I want to I see, like, a real-life scenario where somebody can, like, where somebody's hiding, like, snake hides. Um, because it's <laughs> so goddamn obvious that there's a guy right there. Um. But yeah, so essentially uh, Sokolov and Eva, or excuse me, Tatiana, Sokolov and Tatiana are exchanging microfilm, and Sokolov uh, says that this is the Shagohad experiment data. Um, uh, Snake uh, then enters the room once Tatiana leaves, um, and Sokolov mentions that Shagohad has entered phase two, uh, which is essentially it's operational now. Um, and when Snake was like, what'd you do to make it work? Uh, literally Sokolov's response may as well have been, I just added rockets, yo. Because like that's all <laughs> pretty much. Did. What what did I write in my notes? I said uh, I wrote. Um, God, what the fuck did I write down? Where is this? Where is this? Oh yeah. Um, essentially, tank drive fast, tank fire nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, pretty much. I, w- I would say it's not rocket science, but apparently it is. Um, <laughs> can I just I, I just can I just throw this out there really quick? So Snake has to know that that's Eva, right? Yeah, but he doesn't. Like nobody he doesn't. Knows. No. Yeah, but, like he's got to know because like she looks like it's just he hides from her, and I thought that was the most ridiculous thing. Well, he I saw the glasses. Outfit. He saw her outfit at the like yeah. in the ruins. Like you see the outfit yeah, under absolutely. the bed. It's yeah, naked. but she she yeah. she did go to lengths to hide it for some reason. Yeah, because she kicked the boots under the bed. Remember. That's true. I don't know. Well, it's like, he's, just, uh, he's just nervous about her. So. Uh, <laughs> he knows it's her. Yeah. He's just he's just nervous in general. You know. He's like, she can has we moved. like we we kind of we kind of like skip past the point where like where like 
Sokolov gave her that that oh and the weird reel, like the film well reel. no we talked about the micro the lipstick yeah the scene. lipstick is what I'm getting at yeah that the yeah, weird like yeah. phallic thing that's going on where she's like threatening to kill yeah. Sokolov with her lipstick yeah yeah like why you gotta be such a shysty bitch Eva <laughs> like what the fuck well she is a spy so yeah. I think doesn't mean you're gonna be a bitch all the time. Yeah, so we'll kind of get to it. Um, we'll get to it without giving anything away for Isaac. But I think just in general, it seems like the next few cutscenes is gonna like it's just a lot of tension because you you know that everyone else has ulterior motives like around yeah, the board, right. and so it's right. this w- yeah. weird situation where literally Volgan and Snake are the odd men out and don't know anything, um, and mm. literally everyone around them knows way more than they do um, yeah and I, I think this is the conversation where like the players know they're going to have to fight this machine and destroy it but I, I think this is the moment where snake realizes this thing is going to threaten the entire world and then the outright says here my objective now is not just to you know rescue whoever and, and kill the boss it is to actually destroy this machine for sure um yeah, what's interesting is that he's not really um, assigned that by anyone. Like, he kind of takes up that mantle on his own. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. The one thing that I will say is Sokolov goes into great detail about all of the processes with the Shagohod, and I love the cool, like, uh, filter that they have when they show you the Shagohod, like, in action. Um, it looks, oh, yeah, re- it looks really that. neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, the contrast mixed with that color that they've got, like, tinted. Like it looks beautiful. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, They've even got that uh, that flicker. Like it's an old film reel kind of. Yeah, yeah, doc, it's doc. fantastic. Yeah. I like it a lot. But the one thing that he does not address is at the very beginning, the question that prompted the explanation was we couldn't fit an ICBM onto the Shagohod, and then he literally tells you about everything else other than how they could fit the fucking ICBM onto the Shagohawk. <laughs> He's like, we put rockets on it. That's my answer. And it's like, I don't... Like, it wasn't a question of how do you launch it. The question was, we literally could not fit it onto the tank. Um, but somehow they did, I guess. We never got the answer. Duct tape. Yeah. Just put it on top. <laughs> I really like... Uh, Sokolov uh, describes it... or I. No, Snake describes it as the weapon from hell, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and uh, when Volgan comes it's into really the good. room... This entire scene, uh, this entire scene which is, he does. is pretty fun, the explanation for everything. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Also, it's very subversive, because it's like our big, bad, awesome protagonist is about to get his shit pushed in really hard. Yeah. Well, really quick, I just, I just love this... I love this... Um, I love this scene because uh, Snake asks how they're gonna how, he, how he's gonna destroy um, the facility, and you just gotta use that cutting edge C three plastic explosive, <laughs> the bomb of the future, <laughs> <laughs> the bomb of the future. Is there even so? Hold on, like, I, I do have a question. Is there a C three, or is that just them fucking joking off of C four? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was real. Okay. Yeah. I want to see. The, I want to see the Since hard this, I'll. I'll, I'll t- I'll take one for the team since this doesn't involve Raiden's thong. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't involve bombs. So I was going to say, but it's still a bomb. It's <laughs> true. During and after during and after World War II, a number of new RDX-based explosives were developed, including 
composition C, C2, and eventually C3. Ah, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah, I always so... thought they were just making a joke on the number, but apparently it's legit. Nope. Huh. World War II, that one where the world was split into two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Yay. Um, speaking of world things, um, so when Vulcan goes way too like, so he's going to do this again, but he starts his weird James Bond villain, let me tell you everything I'm going to do before I do it thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it totally just sounds like Vulcan wants to like create outer heaven. Like, that's literally all I'm getting from this. Um, and, like, yeah. very minor, minor spoilers for the rest of the series, but just in general, like, Vulgan literally outlines, like, worldwide outer heaven in his conversation right here. Um, so I thought that was interesting, because it's like, well, this is a thing that's going to eventually kind of happen. Um, so, who knows? I thought it was I thought it was cool, though. Um, and also, a weird place where that idea would have gotten picked up from. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know who the fuck. Like, do you think? Do you think that was intentional? Like, do you think that's where Big Boss got the idea for Outer Heaven? Well, to some extent, because I mean, we, I, man, it's really hard to talk about this without talking about it. So we'll talk about <laughs> it um, at some point. <laughs> but um, likewise, I had a quick question for you guys. So MGS is, om- I say almost. MGS is almost as bad as Star Wars when it comes <laughs> to uh, inbreeding the shit out of everyone knows everyone around the galaxy, and like they're all connected. Oh, yeah. Um, but I noticed Sokolov's family, for as far as I can tell, I don't think they ever come up ever again. Or am I, am I forgetting something where it's like, oh shit, Sokolov's kid is actually Gray Fox? Like, I don't, like. (laughs) (laughs) No. He does have those arm motions and. (laughs) He does try. Stuff he was doing in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. He does do like a weird Hadouken. Um. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, too, when you pull out the photo. I'm like, wait, I've never seen these people again. So maybe for once they actually didn't overdo the the family history. We say this now, but watch, like, MGS6 come out, and it's like, Sokolov's wife and son simulator. Metal Gear Solid (laughs) Well, I just just want to throw this out there, and apologies to you, Rob. The Wikia says... (laughs) There's just an, artic- there's just an article for Sokolov. <laughs> you can buy, uh, just, you have to uh, build your own lore. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, it just has an article for Sokolov's wife and daughter, so I don't think they're actually characters in the, uh-huh. in the series. Well, cool. Um, well, that's good. Just kind of like a, just kind of like a throwaway, throwaway mention to, to, um, to, uh, kind of hammer home the fact that Sokolov's finna be dead as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not even emotional. gonna get to see it. What? Yeah, it's all black. It's all black no. screen. Anyway, no, but like, no. like, first things first. Let's just talk about what's about to happen before uh, Snake. Whoa, gets, hold uh, up, hold up. I have one last yes. thing to touch on before we get into ass kicking mode. Um, <laughs> so my last note before we get into the crazy shit was space rockets plus anime robots. Poor MGS scientists crying frowny face. <laughs> because I feel like every single scientist in the Metal Gear universe is like, I just got into this to make easy bake ovens, dude. I don't know how I got to this point. Yeah. Like, all he wanted to do, all yeah. Sokolov wanted to do is make space shit TM. Instead, he had to make killy shit TM. Yeah. Like, it's all, he just wanted to make space shit. And he had to make kill shit. So. Yeah, him and Otacon both. It's just like, I just wanted to make my animes. And they're like, nope. <laughs> I don't think Otacon wanted to make anime. No, I know. He wanted to make anime robots. 
but you wanted to make Gundam a, Gundam a reality. True. Otacon's dad just wanted some fucking legs, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but oh so Sam, God. take take it away with the Volgan sack tab. Yeah. So um, Sokolov and Snake are having this conversation, and they hear somebody coming. So Snake puts on his mask and his hat, and here comes um, Volgan ball touch ass kick, <laughs> Colonel Volgan. Um, Walks in and <laughs> says, what are you doing here? I thought I told you to meet me in my room. And um, that's very not okay. Um, and then he like looks at you and then he, he just straight up out of nowhere grabs your balls. <laughs> yeah, and, with like zero context. Yeah, no context. Grabs your balls and he grabs them good. And, um, <laughs> and meet me in my room like, was enough context there. He's going to meet him in a yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. I well, almost snakes... felt like the that the Vulgan should have taken your pants off and given you a spanking. I think that would have mm. that would have <laughs> been enough because it's I still think. ambiguous. That would have right finally... for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but grabs his balls and kind of like tweaks them around a little bit. <laughs> Just kind of knocks them well, around a little bit. He goes back and for then seconds. Freaks. Yeah, goes back for seconds and then freaks out. Like you're not the major. Was <laughs> like, wow, dude, that's not okay. Um, and then goes through a bunch of fucking, uh, fucking conversations and like trying to figure out who the fuck he is. And then kneecap Sokolov <laughs> for his no gun. Reason. <laughs> yeah. Then boss comes in and God love the boss says, what are you doing wearing this fairy disguise? <laughs> it's going to rub off on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a perfect woman, you know? I do, and I then, do love how she like literally owns everyone, including Volgan, who tries to get up, and she just puts yeah. him back down, yeah, and she's like, yeah. no. Stay out of this. Yeah, like Snake, like Snake knocks him down, and then she knocks him down, obviously, and then he tries to get up, and everybody's just on the ground, and she's just... Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially... She asked him, like, are you going to kill him? And, and Volgan says, oh, yes. And then Volgan just starts rowdy-rocking the fuck out of Snake. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts punching him and shacking him and just, good goddamn, man. He just starts punching the shit out of him with lightning. Yeah, everybody um, leaves the room, too, because they're just really uncomfortable. Like, Yeah. Everyone's it's just, just like, like no. it's bad. They're, they're shock punches, yeah. too, and, like, they've got this cool, like, blue glow effect. Every time the door mm-hmm. is open and when it shuts, like they cut that. I thought that was a pretty cool use of yeah. lighting there. Especially yeah, for PS2 tech. Pitch. Like, holy shit. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it really stood mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys notice that Boss um, will not look Ocelot in the eyes when she goes down the hallway? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of awkwardness between them. Yeah, like Boss 100% like aims her face away from him and will not acknowledge him the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So, for for semi obvious reasons, but who knows? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, it's a mystery. I will say be before solved. we enter the next phase, uh, before Snake gets completely fucking obliterated. Um, <laughs> I uh, was playing this on the Vita because, uh, as some of the listeners know, I'm actually on the road for work, and I've been essentially living out of a suitcase for like ten weeks. Um, playing on the Vita sucks in this next scene because there's no vibration and like i feel like the vibration uh, while you have the black bag over wow. your head really made the scene when i was a kid yeah yeah Dang. So, and so it's super there, there unfortunate is, yeah there's a weird glitch in this part i don't 
actually know if it makes a difference. Maybe it does in higher difficulties, but as Volgan is beating you up, the part where the bag is over your head, you're taking damage. But if you hold the weapons menu open, you won't take that damage because you're, you're in menu mode. Um, oh, are you serious? I, yeah, yeah. Um, if you hold the menu out too early, then the dialogue just gets stuck, and then you have, it waits until you close the menu, but then you can just open it again. Um, and then if you let go too early, then all the damage hits you at once. Ooh, but oh. as far as I know, by the time you're actually playing again, your health is back, unless it does stay low in harder mode. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't. I um, I'm really. playing on normal, and it's and it's and it's full when I yeah. when you wake up at the phone. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that was a weird thing. I didn't know if that was actually intentional. Like, oh, here's how you secretly keep your health through the torture or something like that. Well, and I also made note that this is like the first non-interactive torture sequence in. I was going to say, and game. God bless them for that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess they listen. Because, they listen to feedback. <laughs> yeah, button messing, meshing bullshit. <laughs> this is also kind of like the weird, like Mantis style evaluation for the game. Uh, yeah. So I was going to ask. Like he says, you've seen your share of conflict, and does that does it change based on how much like battle you've been in? I believe so. I think it's contextual because with mine, yeah, he said like you seem to have seen seen some action, but like nothing like what I'm about to show you, or like something to that extent. Um, hmm. and so that's what he said for me. What did he say for you guys? Uh, he said my uh, my arrow covered body. He didn't say that, but I'm t- telling you, my body <laughs> was covered. In uh, he said it was like a baby's. So I'm not sure what babies he's been looking at. <laughs> Hellraiser's baby. Rykov. <laughs> Rykov in his room. That's his baby. Silent Hill 6, or Silent Hill 6, uh, Metal Gear Solid 6 is just called The Room, and it's just about <laughs> Volgan's room. <laughs> Isaac, do you remember what Volgan said to you? I, yeah, I can't remember, actually. I didn't know it changed. I didn't know it was different, so I was like, "Yeah, I didn't really pay attention." (laughs) Or Um, I will say that in my, in my opinion, this uh, torture sequence might be like the most memorable PS2 scene, like hands down. Mm. I think, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, Um, I don't know if it's that striking for you guys, but like when I think of like phenomenal PS2 moments, like I think this and the end of this game are like really high on that list oh yeah yeah especially mm. the end so mm-hmm. but. and for me that this was like near the end of the ps2 era so like this is this for me this was kind of wrapping up that generation so it really stuck with me. for sure for sure um Go not ahead. to uh take any importance away from the fact that snake goes pp yeah he's a little pp boy <laughs> yeah this time snake was the pp boy um as you're getting so uh to set the scene for the audience um, after Volgan beats the living fuck out of Snake in the room, Snake blacks out and two guards come in and Snake essentially just blacks out. Um, you quote unquote wake up, but you can't tell other than the title card, I believe, um, that you have a black bag over your head and you're just hearing like really disgusting. Like it sounds like somebody's punching meat. Like yeah. it's, you hear, you essentially hear Volgan murdering Sokolov. Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what it is. Like, ta- like Eva Tatiana is like, like screaming at him to stop, and just kills him, and then she starts crying. Mm-hmm. So Sokolov's dead. Yeah. So if depending on what parts of Portable Ops are still canon, Sokolov comes back in that game. Yeah, Peace- that's why I was confused. <laughs> yeah, because Peace like they dropped Portable Ops from the official timeline, but P- 
Peace Walker still references those events. So it's like one of those things where is it not canon or is it canon until they contradict it or, you know, there, there's still some open-endedness there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah. And we're actually going to do a whole mini episode on it, but yeah, I thought it was interesting because you can 100% recruit Sokolov in portable ops, but I definitely remember assuming that he was the one who died whenever mm-hmm. Volgan says, Oh, he's dead or whatever. I mean, I, I'm having trouble imagining who else it could be. It's just random guy who's already in there, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that was Steve. <laughs> yeah, that bastard. He stole an extra roll in the like, cafeteria. Better say we needed the room, so we just killed the guy who was in here. All day. <laughs> yeah, I guess they actually never really did say who who it was. So That's yeah, true. it's you just know? another room. He kills. He killed Granin again. <laughs> <laughs> you just like from like the conversations, like the fact that Eva's like freaking out, well, yeah. crying, yeah. and like screaming about it. Like you kind of like piece together what's happening. What if it's a puppy? It's just like a random oh, puppy. Oh, God, no. shut the fuck up, Alessio. <laughs> I mean, God damn it. It's just a guess. He guesses he's dead. Maybe he's not. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe he, he's just really bad at guessing if Sokolov is dead or not. <laughs> it's just a dog. Oh. <laughs> anyway, oh, he also punches a transmitter or something out of Snake. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he punches a transmitter out of Snake's body. That's that's, that's what I got out of. Yeah, it. That's very true, actually. <laughs> Your fist is the and fist that will pierce the heavens. <laughs> the fist that will pierce Snake. Um, and then he accuses Boss of um, yeah. Oh yeah collusion or something a lot of stuff happens so yeah so essentially from this point forward because we fucking have got to get rolling if we're going to cover everything that we need to um (laughs) yeah so uh volgan goes through his bond-esque plot about the philosopher's legacy and like literally hilariously specific it was the dumbest thing like that'd be like if rob broke into my house and i'm like rob what are you doing are you here for my toaster oven that's above my fridge to the right that's not plugged in all the way like i know you're here for that aren't you you piece of shit like He's like, I don't know, it's like he has, like, Snake isn't talking, and Volgan is just, like, essentially starting with, like, A, and then by the time he, like, finishes interrogating him, he's, like, gotten all the way to Z. Um, and yeah. so if Snake wasn't <laughs> here for it, he sure is it's fucking like, now. It's like Snake is the one interrogating Volgan somehow. He's that <laughs> like, <guy>. He's the- <laughs> <laughs> it's not even about the mission Snake was sent in. Like Volgan's premise is that, oh, what you're really after is this whole brand new, more important thing. Yeah, that you've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. you have a little bit, but not to this extent. So, but yeah, so um, that happens, and then, uh, like we said before, literally everyone in this room, because it's Tatiana, the boss, Ocelot, uh, Volgan, and Snake. Uh, literally everybody else in the room has like ulterior motives except for these two brutes that are just beating the shit out of each other or or rather getting the shit beat out of them um and uh essentially uh when the boss comes in and is kind of observing volgan uh finds the transmitter and essentially uh tries to peg, peg it on the boss and says what the fuck is this and she's like oh i put it on him to uh and i believe that the boss was very obviously like covering for tatiana Mm -hmm. is what i got from it yeah um Mm -hmm. and uh he's like what the fuck is this and the boss is like well i track i used it to track him and volgan's response is well the cobras wouldn't have died if 
you were tracking them, tracking him like you said you were. And so uh, Volgan's... Uh, I believe he used the word slaughter. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so Volgan's uh, response to this, his like, very like, let me see if you're a narc, here do this cocaine thing, is uh, <laughs> if you're telling the truth, then you need a medium Baja Blast, no eyes. Oh man! Your language settings are different than mine. I don't remember. Um, I think. I think. Alessio, I think you mean um, medium pitch black. No, oh, my goodness. But uh, but yeah, so sorry. I must have had my language set to bro. Um, what I meant to say was um, cut his eyes out, and so. Um, yeah. Essentially, the boss doesn't really hesitate. She just pulls her knife out, and I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say yeah. these three words: dat lip quiver. Did you guys notice <laughs> Snake's yeah. response? Oh my god! Yeah, like that. that would be terrifying. It was good. Yeah. No, she gets she gets real close to doing it too, and then Eva is like, "No!" And then Ocelot's like, "You're a spy!" And then grabs her boobies. Oh yeah. Would wait real real quick? Uh, would it not have been a kick ass R one scene? For you to hold R one when the boss had the knife in your eye. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. that might have been a little too fun. That just feels like a missed point. opportunity. I think. Yeah, but I don't know. But yeah, I'm kind of glad they did. I think that would have given me anxiety when I was younger. That's true. <laughs> like, they should have made no, it just a secret no, no. one. Yeah, secret R one. <laughs> but so I don't know. But yeah, so the odds are like. So Ocelot decides he's going to do his little gun trick. And I think this is the dumbest fucking trick to do it with three guns because the odds are way slimmer of anyone actually getting shot if he's doing it with three guns. He's being fancy pants, man. He's fancy fancy pants Ocelot. So (laughs) for for everybody at home, Ocelot (laughs) is essentially playing Russian roulette, but with three guns and one bullet. And he's juggling. juggling He's juggling. juggling But what's crazy is every single time he does this, he gets it. I mean, That's he true. doesn't. He doesn't really kill a lot of who he's trying to kill, but he gets interrupted. <laughs> well, he always, a lot, well, he always but, get. Yeah. He always gets stopped. He get, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the actual numbers. He, he puts one bullet in three guns that hold six. So it's like one in eighteen. And mm-hmm. every time he's done it, it actually happens. That's true. Yeah. So maybe he's got good yeah. luck. Who knows? Um, yeah. But well, this time Snake like kicks his kicks his kicks ocelot and ocelot like loses the gun the bullet hit like grazes his eye and he loses his eye anyway yep which is just whatever man <laughs> so eva eva is the reason why snake loses his eye mm-hmm. eva. which to me it was even more tense because with this being a prequel you know that's going to happen yeah and you, you just yeah. it's that moment where you're like is this actually the moment that it does happen since mm. they teased it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the knife, like when the knife doesn't happen, you're like, Oh God. So when does it happen? And then it just happens right away. <laughs> it would have been really funny if the so. entire game snakes like, wow, my eye got really close to that branch. I hope nothing happens. To my <laughs> eye. Like The whole game. It's just like, when's it going to happen? Just on cut. Just I got a second. I, when I fell into that tree, I almost ran my eye into the branch. <laughs> That could have been bad. <laughs> but, but and then we get to hear this cool so it's actually two two things are happening at once. So um Snake is losing his eye, which is a really big deal. Um and Ocelot says that torture is the ultimate form of expression. 
which then mm-hmm. gets said every other game almost. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. so begins. <laughs> yep. So classic revolver ocelot's back. So if you hold R one when ocelot leaves the room, the boss does ocelot's stupid <laughs> hand gesture to him. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. She does. It's fucking incredible. It's so good. And then, so what's happening? So what's happening here? Once you see that most the most amazing thing in the world, um, it seems the angry. Boss too. comes up to you. Yeah. yeah, like real, like fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one uh, <laughs> thing about the torture, though, that the the way he was torturing him is he uh, Volgan threw water on Snake and was also electrocuting him. And the uh, last yeah. thing has been electricity in the other mm-hmm. games, so you can kind of see where he got it. And he does water in uh, MGS Five. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you see, Boss do this passive aggressive. <laughs> Uh, farewell to Ocelot, <laughs> and then uh, and then she walks up to you. And if you're holding R one during this scene, um, um, she shoots some. She shoots you, but she shoots something into you. Um, and you'll find out what that is a little bit later. But um, if you're holding R one, you see the sorrow floating around behind the boss, um, and he's holding up a uh, codec number, um, which comes in handy a little bit later. Um, it was that. Yeah, it was actually. Um... Also in the cutscene with, uh, oh crap, who was that? Um, Sokolov. There was a there was a was there really? was a plan of something on the wall, and in the top right corner it had the same codec number. Oh wow! Oh, okay. that's awesome. Oh, and yeah, I, I look at you with the details. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, that looks like a codec number. Um, I wonder if that was readable on the original. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting that I guess I don't know. I don't know why they did it twice. Hmm. Uh, Maybe they want to make sure you get it at least once if you're paying uh, attention, you Cuz you got to hit R1 for sor- the sorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ocelot also stabs that uh transmitter back into you. Oh yeah. Which you can you can yeah. dig out later if you want. Uh-huh. If you want, yeah. you know. Which a lot of people they, they don't even notice, and if there's a faint beeping every time you go into the pause menu, kind of hinting that it's there. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. wow! And um, also, after everybody leaves and you get the sorrow code at call, um, essentially uh, Tatiana comes up to Snake and goes, "By the way, I'm Eva." And Snake's like, <laughs> "Holy shit, are you serious?" <laughs> Which is weird because I'm gonna go ahead and say that completely negates him protecting Tatiana from Ocelot. Because like the whole like to me, the whole reason why he was like, let me push Tatiana out of the way of Ocelot's bullshit Russian roulette thing is because he's like, This is Eva, I need to save her. Well he well she didn't she didn't say I'm Eva, did she? No. I think she just said I've secured an escape. No, for sure. Us. But Snake totally makes it seem like this is the moment that he's like, Oh shit. Because he even I'll says think, yeah. like he just Yeah, he goes uh, e- he goes is. Eva and it's like that I don't understand. Like, what was your motivation for? Is it just because she was a pretty lady? Like, is that the whole reason? Well, I mean, maybe maybe he just got uh, fucking rocked to rocked to almost death by <laughs> by Colonel X Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like... I kind of interpret as him. He was just exhausted. Like, I felt like maybe that realization at, at the latest was when she they were at that on the like the mountain overlooking the base, mm-hmm. and Snake's watching Tatiana and Ocelot from his scope all the way back when she gives him the noodles. You know what uh-huh. scene I'm uh-huh. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. And she, she waves at him from like, I felt like they both knew at that point, but yeah, it is confusing when that realization actually happened. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Well, and likewise too, you'd think that snake would black the fuck out from like styptic shock at this point. Cause he's bleeding out of a hole in his head, but yeah. nah. he's too good for that. So he does, but he does eventually yeah. black out. Um, and yeah. uh, some guards come back in. I like to imagine that it's the same two dudes that put him here, and they're just like, "God damn it! Now we got to get him down." Um, and <laughs> you wake up in a prison cell. Um, and I'm just gonna pause for a second. If if this was not the HD collection, oh, yeah. you could save immediately oh, yeah. as you enter the prison cell. You save. You turn off your console. You boot it back up, or you can reload or whatever. Um, and you will get given this extra scene that is this fucking crazy sepia toned like pig cops from duke nukem meets devil may cry <laughs> uh, crazy konami like slash em up game and when yeah. you when you finished it snake would wake up and be like what the fuck was that nightmare that i just had essentially yeah um, huh. yeah when, when you save um paramedic talks about um i think a, one of the dracula movies and snake's really uncomfortable saying i don't this is not what i want to hear right now and he ends up having a you know it's a nightmare triggered by that i guess is what ah, i didn't realize that. i didn't realize but yeah it's a really fun game but i was really upset like i tried it on the vita to see if it would work and i know it didn't and i believe that the reason why it was removed was so that that the versions on the ps3 and vita would be the same as the xbox because xbox does not allow for exclusive shit in their third-party games apparently um, I heard that also. Hmm. So, but it's fun, and apparently it was eventually at some point it was going to be a full fledged game by Konami. Um, but yeah. I don't believe it ever got off the ground, unfortunately. Yeah, I I think uh, the bigger loss, in my opinion, is not that that mini game is missing; it's that the conversation, the Kodak con- radio conversations after are missing. Oh yeah. Uh, if, I don't know if you guys did this on the original version, but. He talks to Sigan, and Sigan shares with him his worst nightmare. Did, did you guys? Did you guys hear this one? Um, I remember it vaguely, oh, no. but I don't know it uh, offhand. It, it's definitely up there with one of the best, possibly the best codec conversations. Um, he basically tells Snake about this dream about a pile of poo uh, that is shaped like a tank with legs. <laughs> so he, he's predicting a metal gear that's made out of poo, and. I mean, <laughs> I don't even remember what the ratings requirements were, but he he's saying shit left and right, saying oh. everything it touches turns to shit. It fires these horrible shit missiles. And <laughs> my family, my town, my girlfriend, it all turns to shit wherever it goes. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, YouTube. Someone made an animated version of the conversation on YouTube, and it's wonderful. Oh, wow. <laughs> of course they did. Show notes for sure. Um but yeah, and I also think it's funny that when Snake wakes up in the cell, um, he still has all of his medical gear, um, but you have mm-hmm. nothing else. So you can actually mm. dig the, um, you can dig the bullet and the uh, tracer out of your body with a fork because you don't have your knife, but you do have a fork. And with the yeah, fork, if you kill an animal, you automatically eat it right then and there with the fork, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to having to go into the menu. You just like insta eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially you're there with a guard and the guard is occasionally throwing you rations. The guard is very, very special. Isaac, <laughs> did you encounter the guard and his backstory? I mean, is this the 
the guy? So the guard is Johnny's dad? Um, what? The, the Johnny? Like the How Johnny Sasaki? The Johnny Sasaki poop, poopy guy? But, uh, so so I didn't really, fi- I didn't really um, get to that point. I, okay. I, so, the, so there's like three different ways. I think there's three. There, I know there's uh-huh. at least three. There's three ways to get out of the cell. Um, you can either call the codec and it'll automatically unlock and you can just run out. Um, mm. You can use the fake death pill, which you will dig out of your skin whenever you pull the tracer out of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get out that way. Or, um, and I believe this is how it is triggered. At least this is what I told Sam. And apparently I, I think either Sam didn't wait long enough or what. But um, essentially the guard will throw rations in there for you. And you can just throw them right back out. And if you throw them right back out, he'll be like, oh, really? Like I can have this? And he'll just eat it. And so as he continues to eat as he continues to eat your rations which takes a little bit of time he'll eventually have to go use the bathroom. Oh gosh. And he, ha- he has like massive diarrhea. Um, and you have to sit there and listen to all of it. Um, it's so fucking gross. Here it comes. Oh, it's coming out it's now. Really gross. Like, dude. What the fuck? No, so this whole this whole th- thing. So huh. I forgot so the codec that you get from the sorrow or from that plan that Isaac saw um will unlock the cell door yeah. and you can just you can just leave out mm-hmm. um i forgot about that so i used the fake death pill then i killed the guy with the fork um the guy and you mean johnny well i didn't know it was johnny at the time alessio i just wanted to get out of the damn cell so killed the guy um uh if you used the fork then, he might have eaten Automatically, <laughs> <laughs> you just eat Johnny. <laughs> mm, tastes great, it tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was about to leave, and Alessio was like, "No, that was Johnny's dad," and I was like, "Fuck!" So I reloaded the save. I I I went back to the beginning of the torture scene. I spent another. I had to sit through the black the the black inside of the bags scene over again, but then I skipped the rest of the scene. Did the thing again, uh, heard him shitting, and then I used the Sorrow's codec code while he was pooping to get out. And Alessio was like, no, you missed the cut scene. I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, Alessio. Yeah. So I, so I, uh, I YouTubed it, and uh, you talk to him, and you, you find out that, uh, that this is Johnny's dad, and his, his family's in America, and Johnny's a nice guy, and... Um, uh, this is the th- he gives you back your. This is the third codec mentioned too, by the way, because on the back of the photo of Johnny's family is the codec oh, frequency yeah. again, just in case. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. Is that R one? Yeah. 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 Um, but he also says that his kid is named Johnny as well. Yeah. Yeah. All the firstborn sons in his family are named Johnny. He gave the the sleeping cigarettes back to me during that cutscene, also. Yep. 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 He does. So that's that's Johnny's um, dad, guys. Such a nice guy. But anyway, so so you have a couple different ways you can get out of here. If you if you kill him with the and and I feel bad for immediately killing him with the fork because I didn't know. Um, but if you kill him with the fork after that cutscene, you're a fucking monster <laughs> and you deserve to you deserve everything you get. Um, but you can but you can um, you can I imagine that you can use the fake death pill and then use the cigarettes on him since he gave him back to you. Yeah, that's uh, fine. That's not um, if, uh, but did anyone try uh, vomiting? I don't know oh. if you open said if you get sick. I didn't, yeah, I didn't try yeah. that, but it feels like something that would apparently work. apparently it does work. I did some I did look some looking up while I was looking up the YouTube video, and it does work. If you make him vomit, he'll come in. 
Nice. Uh, yeah. I feel like if you kill Johnny's dad after the cutscene, Janola should just come out of the ground and fucking battle you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like you're a horrible human being. Fight this Godzilla <laughs> robot soldier. God damn. Oh my god, our Gurlagon. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to fight, you have to do a bas- boss battle with Matt Campbell. You have to do a basketball battle with Janola. Um, <laughs> just because. Who knows? Um, oh. But yeah, so. Basketball <laughs> But so the, the prison cell that we're in is what is the area that we described earlier with the cells and the torture room. And then there's the office with the camera that you can collect. And then if you go into Johnny's mm-hmm. room, uh, he actually has. Um, uh, medical supplies in his room, and there's nothing in the bathroom. Uh, unfortunately, I was looking for something funny, but like some like some poop. Yeah, like a poop. I was hoping <laughs> you could get a collectible throw at, poop. Throw it at <laughs> you poop the carrots throw at your enemies. <laughs> there's a keratin in the toilet, but only if you let Johnny poop. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's what was coming. He was passing a keratin. Oh, oh he accidentally ate one that they put in his gross. Um. Anyway, but yeah, so you, so you essentially, leave. yeah, you have to leave, and uh, let's we'll, we'll round table it real quick again. This will be the last time. That can we, I please? Can time. I? Can I request? Can I request first? Oh, on this absolutely. One? Um, so to set the scene, uh, the objective that we're trying to get to is from the prison area. You have to go, and then there's a sewer grate that Eva has opened up for you that is in the area that Rob described with the, with the tanks. Um, and there's also like a little overhead walkway and stuff. So it's essentially it's the exterior of the West Wing uh, where we got the shit beat out of us. So, uh, mm-hmm. Sam, how did you get there, buddy? Holy fucking <laughs> shit, guys. So this is where I fucking explored the rest of Groznygrad. Um, <laughs> because I didn't realize that I needed to go to the western point. I was just kind of looking around. I couldn't figure out how to get over there. So I explored every which way. And of course, I leave the building and I'm like trying to be careful and I immediately get spotted. So I'm like, fuck. So I run into the next section. I hide under a tank and God bless big ass trucks and dumbass AI. So I just hit under the truck for a little bit and I'm just trying to figure out where to go. And I'm going around in circles and I went into those little tunnels the underneath the the place that Isaac was talking about. There's a little, uh, there's another caraton um, mm. in the tunnels mm-hmm. um, behind the grate, so you can get him there. Um, and you're kind of running around. I'm just running around and kicking guys and knocking them out and trying to avoid spotlights and trying to avoid getting seen. And I finally get to the northwest area where I need to go. And I'm looking around like this seems way too clear to be clear. But I'm walking around, and of course, I get seen again. And now I've got a bunch of guys and a bunch of dogs, and I'm being set upon. <laughs> I'm just like, God fucking huh? damn it! So I'm running around. I run to the end of this this shack at the end of the at the end of the stretch, and um, I try hiding under a truck. But the guys, the dogs are like barking at me, and the alerts constantly going back up. So I run out, and I'm getting knocked down by shield guys. And I walk into this shack, and I have this little pistol, the pistol that you can collect. Um, and I shoot a couple guys and I run out and then I like kick a bunch of dogs and knock them out and I hide behind this crate until the alert goes down and then I hide in underneath a truck again and um, uh, I just wait for it to go down. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, what what next? So I finally um, get out from under the truck and find the sewer grate, but this was a fucking ordeal <laughs> for me for some reason. You think that they I would just, just close like, the goddamn grate up and be like, ha ha. Yeah, one would one would imagine, but I'm just like, God, what the fuck? And I didn't realize that it was on. It wasn't like at the very end. It was like you had to go around the side, 
and um, and into the 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 back of the the grate or the back of the caged off place because um, I was just looking around the whole like front part of it and I'm like this is not where I'm supposed to be but the map was saying it's where I was supposed to be. So after I get done with the alert and I'm running around, I almost, I almost like run into another dog because he's just chilling there sleeping by the door. I'm like, fuck, man, can't catch a break. <laughs> and then I finally get, get call, called down to the sewers. Nice. So, so that was me. We'll go, we'll go counterclockwise-ish. Uh, uh, so I actually came out and did the exact opposite that I did on the way in. Which is, uh, I'm a complete dumbass, and instead of going straight for the goal, I went completely counterclockwise all the way around the base. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I guess because I was like, well, let me go back the way that I came. So I went out past the trucks. I crawled back to the starting area. Um, and somehow I did all this without being seen. I like completely just walked straight to the door to get to the tank area um, and was doing a pretty good job. And then I shit you not, guys, I was right outside of the... Uh, area that you have to crawl under to get to the sewer um when i got spotted by literally everybody and i was like fuck this i'm just going straight for the sewers and as soon as i got into the sewers it like like the alert leading up to me getting in the sewers ended up being so thematic for what's happening in the sewer that i was like you know what this felt like it should have been scripted because (laughs) essentially that's what happens when you get to the sewer anyway so (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but and just to let nice. everybody know who's listening, the gun is a single action army, so it's the uh, revolver yes. that Revolver Ocelot uses. Yes. So and that's all. I, I was so fucking flustered during this period that I just didn't realize what it was. I was using it to shoot people, and I was I was just so like out of sorts, and I knew what was coming next, and I was like, God damn it! After I got down to the yeah. sewers, because I realized what I was what I did. Mm. <laughs> Was like man. Wait, hold on. So the, the boss gave you that revolver. Oh yeah. Is that the same revolver that shot out your own eye? Is that what oh, she gave you? Oh, it must have been. Ooh, maybe. I, I didn't make that connection. And you can do tricks with it too. That that was. Yeah, I don't know how to do it with the Vita. So actually, I pulled it up in first person, and I think on the PS2 you could use like the right analog stick to like flick it yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but on the Vita, I was trying to figure out how to do it. I don't think I ever figured it out. But what I did figure out, for everybody who's been hearing me complain about the aiming on the Vita, um, I held down the left trigger to see if I could use, like, holding the left trigger and the analog stick maybe could flip it around or whatever. Um, that didn't do it. However, holding the left trigger while in first person gave me way more detailed and accurate aiming. So it's almost like sneak mode. It's like the D-pad is to walking, is to first person mm. aiming. Yeah. And hmm. I was like, huh. So I discovered that. So maybe the game will be easier for me now. But anyway. L1. Isaac. Good to know. What, what happened to you, buddy? <coughs> uh, a lot of a lot of uh, walking around in this next area. <laughs> so I, like I actually... Isaac just walking. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, the, yeah, this part was... Okay, I will preface it with this part was fun-ish, but frustrating <laughs> at the same time, and it took me a long time. Um, I actually didn't use the the gun at all. I I was very scared to use it because it I thought it'd be loud, so I was like, I'll just use the fork. <laughs> um, <laughs> which actually I found punching or or punch the punch punch kick combo to be more effective than forking people um 
Oh yeah, it's really it's it's actually really effective when you're not in alert for ninety percent of your journey. Yeah, just just throwing that just out. Doing that. <laughs> anyway, um, so for me, I have no idea how I got to the sewers as I really went. I have no idea. <laughs> I tried so many different things. I didn't know. I, I didn't know where the sewers were. Um, so I went through that tunnel area, and I was like, I don't think this is where I'm supposed to go. Um, and I finally, this is when I finally used the map for the first time. I was like, maybe the map, because I remember Alessio saying about telling saying about using the map, and it, it'll give you the waypoint, and it'll give you. Um, where you're supposed to go. So I pulled the map up and um, found the the X on the map, and I made my way that way um, with a bunch more alerts. Oh, I will say, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like you just kind of glanced past that particular point. I got spotted a lot. Uh, popping out of the sewer, and I got really frustrated because I would pop out, kill a guy. Some guy, some other guy around the corner would be like, "Who's that?" And then come running my way, and then um, there was a big spotlight, and I would get spotted. I I think I counted like five or six times. I I got um, alerted or whatever. Uh, so can we, just, um, can we just go ahead and say that Isaac's not very good at stealth games? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you, you don't I'm have pretty, to say it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> bad pretty at it, apparent. too, though. Like, every time it gets down to these, like, sections where it's like, hey, you know that main mechanic of the game that you're supposed to be getting better at? <laughs> Try it. Just it. Isaac, I, 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 Isaac, I just want to th- throw this throw to you. There. Anytime Alessio tries to make fun of your, your ability, just throw uh, 13 or 11 times at it. <laughs> Just throw, just throw that fact and figure back out. Was it one. eleven or was it thirteen? I think it was oh, thirteen. Oh, the, the furry fight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just the throw furry that back fight. <laughs> furry. The furry fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, I it took me so long to get to the sewers that I felt like I was actually getting better at sneaking. So there's nice. something, something there to be learned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. All right. I don't know. You burned me. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my lackluster um, run to the sewers. It sounds fun, Rob. Yeah. What yeah. happened? What happened um, to Planet Rob? So I remembered now in the previous playthroughs, I would actually save the machine gun for this part because oh you don't have God. your gear back at this point. Oh my God. So if you leave the machine gun in that warehouse, you can get it. That's not what I did. Uh, my most recent playthrough now, but I, I just I just remembered, so that that could be a fun way to replay it. Huh. Uh, but <laughs> just rambo the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, so I escaped the jail cell. I used the sleeping gas cigarettes on Johnny, and then I used the codec frequency to open the gate. And I I really don't use that item that much. That might have been the first time I ever actually used it. So I thought, why not? I just I don't have anything else on me. The revolver doesn't have bullets. Um, I'll just use this uh, uh, on all the, the, the soldiers. Um, so I, I had explored before, so I went straight for the sewer entrance this time, and I would do the D-pad to creep up on people, and then I would do the sleeping gas thing on them as I would get close enough to their, their behind. Um, so I did that all the way up into the sewers, um, and I think 
if you take too long or if you go in the right path, the dogs will actually start to come toward you in the sewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of oh yeah, no. If you're that's that's part of the thing because when you go down to the sewers, you have that code called Eva, and essentially because of the high alert, yeah, um, they lock the sewers down, so they're going to be coming after you. and You kind of got to hustle your way through it. And if you take too long, yeah, they'll come and, okay. they'll come and so that always get you. Dude. Yeah, so most of the dogs, they're, they're behind gates. So it's kind of just trying to scare you. But there is one section uh, where the dog is actually able to reach you. So I was crawling through, <laughs> and I found um, the, there actually were single-action army revolver bullets there. And so the dog's coming at me. I, I just got the bullets. No. Uh, so, Rob, so, you didn't. No, I didn't. I pull out my sleeping gas cigarettes. <laughs> and ironically Psych. enough, sleeping gas cigarettes, they don't put the dog to sleep. They actually kill it. And, oh. <laughs> and, and, well, maybe it I'm, – okay, I'm not entirely sure if it killed it. Here's what – it actually fell through the wall in my place. <laughs> so, oh. so I didn't see the, the sleeping Zs. But I'm not sure where the model for the dog went after I, you know, gassed it. That's hilarious. It's a horrible way it's just, to that, That's that. terrible. It's just like, so this dog was following me, and I found some bullets for the revolver, and oh, God. <laughs> no, actually, I just put that it in a, an invisible laundry chute and sent the dog to hell. <laughs> I gassed it, so I clipped through the wall, and then uh, we get to that whole... Um, Fugitive style cutscene. I like to imagine as snakes falling from the waterfall, the dog is clipping through the rocks behind him. Oh no! (laughs) They're falling together. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh lord! So Sam, tell us what's going on right now. What is this? Yeah. So the music buildup is fucking amazing. FYI. Yeah. 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 So after this has happened, you get to the place you can see the the light of day in front of you, and I turn the camera around, and the dogs are actually chasing you. Um. Uh, at this point, so you just keep running, and you get to a cutscene. You run to the end, and a bunch of bunch of soldiers and dogs are chasing. By you. bunch, you mean and like four? Yeah, it's really yeah. stupid small number. I I discovered. Like, yeah, it's not a lot. But uh, you're at the end. You're you're at this like waterfall, and you're you you can't go anywhere. And Ocelot walks up, and he's like, "All right, my turn now." And he starts to like click his gun, and after he takes one shot. Um, snake uh, does a little fall off of the waterfall, and Ocelot's like, no, and then sh- tries to shoot him and, while he's falling and misses, and Snake drops down to the bottom of the to the bottom of the waterfall. Yeah, the, and now we get to take on Ghost Dad. The, the bullet Ocelot tries to kill you with doing his roulette thing is specifically the bullet that jammed his gun in the beginning of the game. He's been wearing it as a necklace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a very strange, like uncharacteristic to the cutscenes. There's like a very like cinema edit that happens where like, right as he's aiming oh, yeah. the gun at snake, it's this really weird, like split screen, James <laughs> Bond, like, like scene that happens where it's just like on the left and left side of the frame, we see Ocelot aiming the gun. And then on the right side, we just get this like weird profile shot of snake being like, Oh, <gasps> And it's it's neat. Yeah. It's got like a blood red. I was tank. gonna say, yeah. admittedly, it's it's really cool. It's just not like anything else we've seen in the game. Yeah, so yeah it comes out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure Ocelot's really into foreplay, guys. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there because <laughs> this entire <laughs> game, he is just like all about working up and never gets to climax. And I feel very bad for him. <laughs> oh, <God>. Dang, dude. <laughs> that's 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 uh that's um. Shade forty three of his gray, <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so Snake just fucking suicide bombs off of this 
water uh, waterfall. Yep. And then you get to participate in what I would to this day consider probably, at very least, um, one of my top five just moments in video gaming. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, this 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 whole encounter is just spectacular. Um, good old ghost dad. Yeah. Good old good old ghost dad. We're about to take on the sorrow. Ghost dad, but who's ghost dad? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's ghost dad. <laughs> But yeah, so so this is it. This is our so this in my notes the this is labeled as a snake goes to hell, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there too. So I know a lot of people who are listening to this show uh, think we must be really into four play as well because we're building up to MGS five, and all of our listeners are just like, holy shit, just get to MGS five already. So I, I will <laughs> I will say this about MGS five. Um, I think that they totally could have had more crazy scenes like this. To be yeah, completely yeah. honest, like the whole game is almost bereft, other than the intro, of shit like this, and I think that the whole game could have had a lot of this kind of stuff, and it would have totally applied. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so <laughs> essentially we're in the uh, the the it's almost like a recreation of the water from where we got the croc cap and got to put it to use with the hover hover boys uh, mm, earlier yep. in the game, um, except mm-hmm. now all the trees are on fire and it's raining. And um, the sorrow has a ghost trench coat that disappears, um, yep. and he tells you a little bit about himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, to quote Crash and the boys, it, he is so sad. He's a sad <laughs> boy. <laughs> it's not a race. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just, he just kind of tells you about himself, and he talks about how. Uh, you just kind of essentially you got to face your consequences for your actions and stuff like that and uh his eye bleeds oh i think that's so cool wa- yeah like his his glasses shatter mm-hmm. and his eye starts bleeding and it's just like oh shit what's up with you man um but yeah after that happens the cutscene happens and sorrow's floating in front of you and you just got to walk down this river and um it's a special river um but you're walking down and like all the people you've killed over the course of your game just start walking towards you um, and if they run into you they hurt you um, and I struggle to call this a real boss battle because um, because he only has one attack that he telegraphs and you can easily avoid it um, but it, the level of difficulty just depends on how many people you killed um at minimum, you're going to see four because the cobras um, die regardless of how you took care of them. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty haunting, pretty haunting <laughs> boss battle. Yeah, the way you kill them affects their their ghostly presence. Oh, I, I, I used to have a thing for slitting all the throats, so all of them are kind of leaking from the neck and kind of yep. disconnected at the head. Huh? Yep. That's really cool. I didn't the vulture vulture guards are pretty great. If you guys encountered any of those, um, my game had like two dudes that were dead, but they had fucking vultures pecking at the back of their head. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Which I thought I was had great. a I had a vulture fly by. That was pretty yeah. There's cool. tons <laughs> of dead fish in the lake and like chattering skulls as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I never I never noticed the fish when really? I was younger. But that was a yeah no that was when I was younger. Oh, 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 oh. But I noticed it this time and it's a super awesome touch. Did you guys like, um dead shit? Did you guys notice uh, that the sorrow says you will all be killed by your own sons? 
Oh, I didn't catch that part. Hmm. It was Ooh. pretty amazing. I was like, that's wonderful. Like, oh, that's cool. So, I thought it was good. And also, I... oh, shoot. That was my bad. My, uh, my headphone. Oh, really crap. A little bit. I thought that was me. No, that was my bad. Oh, okay. Anyway. But anyway, I was yes. going to, oh, uh, ooh, shoot. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I actually went into the, the codec menu and called everybody. I was like, this would be interesting. I don't know if you guys did this either um, also, but uh, every single one of them will have a variation of the snake. What's wrong? Snake. Yep. Snake. Yeah, it's uh, all the game over calls. Yeah, yeah because, to them, cool. because to them, you're you're dead, you're in the dead river. or dying. Yeah, yeah, you're but in you, the river sticks. But you can still save. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you can, you can you can call a paramedic on the save frequency, and she does the same thing. But you can still save your game. That's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. That's funny. Um, do you guys think that the sorrow was this sad in real life, like before he died? Because like I don't, I don't know if I would want to be around him on the reg if he was just this sad all the time. Well, I mean, that's why. He... I mean, the emotion he carries into battle is sorrow. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. potentially, if like all the other guys are super extreme in life, why not him? That's true. Yeah, if his, his yeah. power on the battlefield is to act as a medium, uh, I can imagine that would be mm-hmm. a big toll on a person. Kind of like That's a true. like a mental burden. Yeah. 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 Did you guys notice that he occasionally goes into the floating fetal position? Yeah. And uh, in my game, he hit the fetal position, and he said, "I am filled with sorrow," and just kind of <laughs> shook. And I was like, "It's okay, buddy. Like, it's totally fine." Like, damn, damn, so sad. Damn. Yeah. Um, did you guys get hit by his tendril attack? I actually got hit by one while I was no. Oh no! Yeah, not, once, not once. Not once. They're super easy to avoid, dude. Well, no, not whenever you've got like three or four dudes like coming at you, and the only way you can go is where the tendril is coming. So I kind of got blocked in, Um, but I got hit with it. And like, I think the quick flash that I saw was of his corpse. Um, But I know that every time you get hit, you see some really creepy shit. Yeah. It's it's different each time. Right. Because the the one I saw was the, the codec call right after they're talking about the sorrow. And if you push right far enough, they've got his file. Oh yeah. It looks like, it looks like him screaming. That's that's the one I saw. I only got hit once this time. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's different each time. Yeah, I think that's the one that I saw yeah. as well. But I think, yeah, for sure, as you get hit, you see different stuff. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Um, I actually managed to get to the end without getting hit once. Oh, nice. Uh, Is that what you have to do to get his ammo? Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. get all the way to the end and touch his body. Yeah. No, but I mean, if like... your speed... If you get touched, does it keep you from getting the camo? No, no. You just have to make it to the end. Yeah, because if you're speed running and don't care about the camo, you can just drown yourself right at the beginning. Yeah, for sure. it counts as just finishing the boss also. Oh, I did not know. Huh. That's cool. Um, So if you die within death, you come back to life. Got it. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> as long um, as you've got a revival pill in your tooth, it's uh, true. If you die in the game, you die for real. Um, no, but so so I was uh, playing this, and this whole thing just kind of still freaks me out um, real bad, uh, especially the cobras coming at you, um, because like the pain shows up and he's covered in bees, and that's kind of creepy, but it's not that bad. Um, the Ugh. fear mm. fucking striding down the fucking top of the, the the river at you freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, what about the and end? Then the end <laughs> he, his is just the funny. end. 
He's just floating, floating face down <laughs> in the river. No, but the parrot, um, the parrot is going. The parrot. Grandpa, grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. Did, does the parrot show up if you if you if you don't kill him? Yeah, the parrot was in mine. He showed up in mine too, and I didn't kill him. Right, oh, I okay. did not either. Oh, okay. That's what does confused the, I guess so like he, he, he ex- just lost the will to live. He explodes. <laughs> does the parrot es- escape the explosion? I don't think so. Oh, I guess not. Maybe not. So the parrot's Poor dead. Guy. But yeah, <laughs> like that freaked me out too because I didn't see the end, but I heard Grandpa! Grandpa! And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, so, so, but that was the question I wanted to ask. So, um, so is the end just floats like even if you even if you non lethal them do they do they all still like show up and mm-hmm. are angry at you except for the end yeah I non lethaled all of them and they all showed up um, except the okay. fear did not do what you said he did for me I almost like I got really close to him and then he just like upside down like stood on his head and then jumped into the air and I never saw him again no oh, oh no he did that he did that to me too but like like. Um, he ran at me like he was crawling up a tree, but like straight at me. Oh wow! And then I like I, I freaked me the fuck out, and I ran around him, and then he did the thing where he stood on his head and jumped up in the air. Oh. And then the fury shows up, and he just lights himself on he fire. Just gets like, sad. okay, dude. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Um, did any of you count how many people you killed? I started to as you walked down. Then I yeah, I was like, this is too much. Yeah, same here. I killed too many. The, the playthrough I'm wow. actually doing right now is a no-kill one, so I just have the, the Cobras. Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool. So I, I was actually kind of proud of myself because um, I counted a lot less than I thought I would. I counted 14 guys um, minus the, the Cobras um, because as I kind of went through the game, I kind of adopted more of a pacifist play style. Um, but the fact that my standard play style is kill, 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 kill. I felt kind of good about myself because a lot of the, a lot of the, um, like 90% of those, those guys, like 12, like probably 12 of those guys were early on or panic kills. Um, so I felt pretty good about the number of people in the river and it was a lot easier. (laughs) Isaac, I'm curious since this is the first time you've ever encountered this, like what were you thinking while you were playing this? Um... I thought it was cool, but at the same time, super creepy because it was at like two in the morning, and I don't oh, like this kind of thing. Time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the fear. Oh my gosh! I think he did like he was like on his on four four legs and crawling, running towards me. Yeah, terrifying. Can't stand it. Golly, he's already creepy enough as out. it is. I don't need go. I don't need ghost ghost tone. Yeah. Ghost fears. Ghost tone. <laughs> Freaking out at me. So yeah, all right. So when I first started this boss fight, uh, quote unquote, I I tried counting the number of uh, guards or I guess ghosts that I um, had slaughtered, uh, and I lost track after a while. <laughs> so um, there was so that. You, knew, you knew the gimmick going into it, like you knew that it was going to be all the dudes that you had killed. Well. I, he kind of alluded to that. I mean, very sure, sure. subtly, but I kind of hint. I guess I guess I kind of picked up on that, but not who he is apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, well, I had a question. Um, so, some of the guards. I, well, I don't know if you guys got this because you guys have, are good at not killing. Um, <laughs> so, some of the guards will come at you like zombies. And try to like chase you. Um, do you is there a way that you kill the guards to make them do that? 
or is it just random? I think um, I think they track it based on how they were how they were killed. Right, right, right. My question is how how did how do you kill them to make them do that? I don't know. I wonder. It is would be really way? funny if that if those were the ones that you headshotted as like a zombie reference. <laughs> oh, oh. Shit. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of. That's interesting. Well, fuck. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, um, well, that's that's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> Time to test it. <laughs> Time to test. <laughs> um. So yeah, I got a good chuckle out of the vulture that flew by. Um. <laughs> it was just like soaring through, um, passing me by. Did anybody get uh, the guy who was running on water? In, I thought in, that oh. was the fear. No, in mine, I had a guy like in the tree line, like to the left. There was just like a dude. Oh, like, oh yeah, it I did. Water. I did get him. And I don't know I how the fuck. No, I remember him because because I, I was because I was counting the guys, and I was like, oh, I guess that's seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, huh? But. But yeah, and uh, to sum it all up, I guess I thought this was uh, a very cool, um, unique way of doing a boss fight. Did you figure out the uh, what happens at the end of the road, um, or did it take you a while? So, yeah, it took me a while. I'll I'll just say that. <laughs> Wait, did but you then have to I re- replay the boss fight? No, 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 no. I um, I remembered the revival pill guy because it gives it to you like whenever you pull the transmitter out of your um, chest Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay there's I mean why else would it give it to you point blank good that's awesome yeah I was nervous that you were going to get stuck or whatever because I I don't know I couldn't remember how how well they telegraphed that I didn't didn't know how to do it so I was just kind of like pushing buttons and then the menu came up and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." <laughs> nice. So that's how you do it. Um but yeah. Rob, was... do you have any uh cool tips for us uh or any tidbits of trivia or anything? About this um trivia not so much as far as I mean a lot of my friends they they would do the repeat thing. Um this 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 reminds me a lot of this is like that MGS two moment where people think they've failed but really it's a fake game over screen. Mm-hmm. Kind of fish thing. and mail, dog, fish and mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, now now eventually if you if you stay in that state for a long time it eventually will become a real game over. Yeah. Um, much like if you take the fake death pill it'll do the same thing but yeah it's one of those fake fake out ones. Yeah, because I guess that means he actually drowned. In the, yeah. in the real world, uh, take so to too speak. long. Yeah, yeah. Nice, cool. Um, I have oh. I have some trivia actually. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> um, so this is further back, I guess. Um, so you uh, th- when you're in the jail cell, the guard throws you a vampire bat as uh, food. Johnny? For- you mean Johnny? Oh, okay, yes, Johnny. <laughs> the, the he OG has a Johnny. name, Isaac. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, he throws you food to eat, and it's the vampire bat. And um, it was a couple... uh, If you talk to a paramedic, I think, she'll bring up the vampire bat, um, and uh, Snake's like, Oh, you're not going to talk about vampires again, are you? Um, (laughs) 
and they kind of have this back and forth conversation about um she's like you're scared of vampires or whatever and you think they're real and he's like well i don't know if they're real or not and i i think that's an allusion to vamp like that's awesome going forward you know what i mean because he's like i can't tell if they're real or not because sometimes they they seem to be real um and that's why well he doesn't admit that he's scared but then paramedics like so you're scared of vampires He's like, huh. Snake's like, no, I'm actually afraid of bisexual. <laughs> Gotta specify next time. <laughs> like plot twist in uh, Peace Walker. <laughs> but I didn't know if that was intentional or not, but I kind of assumed that that's what that was alluding to. Yeah, I would assume that too. That's good. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, my my final two notes for the boss were um, the sorrows end monologue is super depressing. Like, I didn't yeah. expect. Uh, so essentially, as soon as you um, so as you get to the bottom of the river, as we discussed, you see all these dead people, but you see a corpse, and if you get too close to it, you will die. And the corpse is supposed to which kind of signify, scare the shit out of me. Oh yeah, because when you, when because you touch I did, it, because it does like a scream and a flash. Mm. The worst fucking jump scare. Like, so I forgot that this happened, and I jumped so hard I stood up. <laughs> like I stood up and I, I stood up and I, I stood up and I dropped my controller on the ground. I was like, nope, nah. Um, but yeah, so essentially it'll good. it'll put you into a game over screen, like we alluded to, and then you pop the the revival pill and you can come back. However, um, the corpse is supposed to be the sorrows corpse. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess ghost corpse, uh, which doesn't make any sense because we're in ghost world. Um, not the uh, independently produced comic book that then became a movie with Scarlett Johansson as a child, um, but an actual <laughs> ghost world. Um, and uh, when Snake wakes up, uh, you hear the sorrow sort of ending monologue over animation of Snake kind of uh, not drowning anymore. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really depressing. And it's essentially it's the sorrow speaking to the boss. Um, and telling her that mm-hmm. she has to kill him as part of her mission. And she sounds very yeah. reluctant to do so, but ultimately does. And it kind of puts into context why his glasses shatter, because the boss shot mm-hmm. him through the mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. Don't be mm-hmm. sad. The spirit of the warrior will always be with you. Yeah. And he cries the single blood tear, which is very yeah. sad. Yeah. If you if you call Sigint right after you get um, you are in control again, um, he'll talk to you about the situation and the boss. We well, don't have to choose to. He just him. calls you like it's mandatory. Oh, oh yeah, he does just call you. He does call you, doesn't he? I forgot about yeah. that. Wait, I talk. I remember talking to Sigint, and I'm not used to talking to Sigint unless I call him myself. So. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, the boss was on a CIA mission, to, and she was in the Selena Yarsk, um, dirt close to where we were in the beginning of the game, where we saw. If you remember the R1, you see a skeleton, um, his corpse. Um, and essentially, the sorrow was on the other side, and um, one of them had to essentially kill each other, and she killed him. Yep. Sad so, day. Yeah, but yeah. Pre- pretty bad. So his uh, his corpse can be seen when Snake is mending the wounds after the Davy Crockett blast. Um, knocks you off of the bridge. Uh, you can see uh, the sorrow's corpse at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. But. Can I just can I can I just give like my my final thoughts on this whole yeah. that whole no that's what I was about to ask you guys is final thoughts oh so nice. there you go sorry yeah no woo, let's start uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam so, got to the party ten minutes early apparently yeah dude that's what I do I'm fashionably early um I absolutely adore 
this encounter. It, again, like I said, at, at the very least, it's top five gaming encounters I've ever, I've ever like moments I've ever had. Mm. Um, but it really just kind of ham- hammer home the fact that your your actions actually mean something because you see all the all the ghosts of the people you killed, and it, it makes it a really chilling um, battle. And it made me glad that I started to take a more non lethal approach to it. Um, but knowing that this was coming and like playing it now, uh, it allowed me to kind of think about it and adjust how I played to be more stealthy. Um, and you know, despite the fact that I obviously have my moments as, as evidence in this episode, but, um, I remember dreading coming back to play this game because I always remember being terrible at MGS three, but remembering this battle actually actively, um, increased my enjoyment of the game by tenfold because I, was I feel like playing it the way that they kind of intended it to be played, more stealthy, um, and and it's it's just affecting. It's one of the first games that I can remember playing that really challenges the idea of a player killing everything without consequences, and it does it in a, such an impactful way, and it's just amazing. It's fantastic. I had a reverse spiral to Sam where I started the game with no kills. And then as soon as I got past Granin, um, it was no holds barred for me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, as soon as I started the fight with the sorrow, I had one of those moments where it's kind of like, oh, I know I ate like shit this weekend, but I'm sure it wasn't that bad. And then you kind of like get the rap sheet and you're like, no, it was really fucking bad. Like, what did I do? Um, because I expect, I love that. I, I love that. I go, I go like, I have 14. How many did you guys have? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I definitely expected mine to be like, Oh, it's just 30 dudes. No big deal. But dude, I completely lost count. And I was like, fuck, those are all those times <laughs> playing on the Vita where I couldn't aim. And I just started throwing grenades <laughs> everywhere. Um, cause needless to say, I had dudes that were just like covered in blood and I'm pretty sure it was the grenades. Um, that I saw. Oh my God, it was pretty rough, man. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I really enjoy this. I think I prefer, I think I like the character of the sorrow and his story more than I like the fight. Um, but I do like the fight a lot. Um, mm. I just don't know if I would go so far as to say top five moments in gaming. Period. I th- I think I think if I if I had to pick one from this game, I feel like the ending of this game would probably top it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so I, I don't know. It's just it's so really good. Yeah, it's the, it's definitely yeah. my like top twenty boss fights ever. I think. Um, but yeah. I just really like the character. I think. I think if the character sucked, this fight wouldn't be as good. Right. No. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, they held back so many punches on this dude because like, literally up until this moment, and probably like even after this moment for the rest of the game, you don't really fucking know anything about this guy. And that's very uncharacteristic of an MGS game. Because I feel like for as much as mm-hmm. Kojima likes to do uh, cinematic style and stuff, um, he's definitely notorious for over-explaining. And uh, somehow the Sorrow avoided that fate and was actually very... Uh, they were very um, reserved with revealing anything about <clears throat> him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... But yeah, Rob, you got any final thoughts for the area? Yeah, I think uh, what you said about the sorrow kind of sums up why, uh, like, I like all the Metal Gear games, but this MGS3 in particular, um, I just love the balance of the pacing. You know, there, I think some of the other one of the other games might have a better story. Other ones have better gameplay. I think this is the one that binds them all together in the the slickest package. It's like the game just alternates perfectly between 
these set pieces and action and then these really quiet moments that let you calm down, you know, whether it's the cave or the ladder um, or, you know, <laughs> or the, 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 the river in this case. It, it, the, the game does a great job of winding you up and then giving you a chance to breathe. And then from here on out, it's, it's a pretty big roller coaster until it finally puts you down at the end. Um, and it, it's like that, that pattern is so well encompassed with the sorrow. And like you said, I think some of the best Metal Gear moments are actually the moments where Kojima figures out how to be very subtle about a big idea. And, and this is one where he actually, you know, had the restraint to do that. And, you know, for, for my latest playthrough, kind of reminding myself uh, for, for this, you know, this talk, um, it's still, I'm thinking more about when I first played it, which I think was what, 2004. So that's 12 years ago when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I, I still remember that very first playthrough. I was pretty rubbish at the controls. And so I was killing everyone and it was hugely impactful uh, to to play this boss for the first time and see it filled with you know the, the dead that I've killed, uh, especially knowing that Metal Gear in general does have that uh, you know pacifist and anti-war message, um, I, I think it did a great job um, driving that home. That's nice. That's awesome. I uh, very well said. I feel like hearing you say all that stuff, Rob. It kind of reminded me that like Kojima is like an excited kid. Um, when he gets yeah. really excited about an idea, he will not fucking stop talking to you about it. Um, and so it's it's awesome to see these like moments of maturity, a lot like the end of the game, where like in the end maybe I feel like maybe when we'll get to it maybe drags on just a hair, um, but uh-huh. but I think for the most part, uh, Kojima has I think more moments than not in this game where he kind of holds his his excitement back, which is great. Um, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to just see that and, and, and know yeah. like this guy's really passionate and excited, but Jesus Christ, like tone it back a little bit. Like, <laughs> um, Isaac, how did you feel? Uh, anything that we haven't touched on yet? Um, no, <laughs> but I will. Wow. I will, um, say some words and hopefully that'll be, <laughs> That'll be uh, good <laughs> for you guys. Isaac, well, Isaac, you've you've really grasped the grasped the point of a podcast. Isaac has here. the best word. <laughs> anyway, um, here are my words. So, <laughs> I really like this. Um, just for the like Rob said, the pacing of the game. So it's not like full force all the all the time. Like Shadow of the Colossus, like every boss is like this crazy enormous boss. Even though I love Shadow of the Colossus, but. Um, it was kind of a way for me to sort of, um, put in perspective about the, all the different Cobras that were, um, that there were, and not, not all of them were like these terrible, terrible beings or people or whatever. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I felt really sad when I fought him or quote unquote could fought you, him. Could you say that you felt sorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I almost sorrow. All right, Sam, I'll, I'll give you that. I almost sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is actually, hello, 
Hello, I Isaac. Almost sorrow. <laughs> I will say it's a good uh, track record though because he does a good uh, good job making you feel sad. Um, I was very frustrated with the fury by the end of my fight. Um, yes. and I and I think just in Super general like, the fear is really gross and kind of creeps you out. So I think they yes. do a really good job of embodying their words. I agree. I don't know about the joy, but we'll get to that. Then. Yeah, that's true. The, the joy, no, the joy one, should that, be that the one saddest. Made me f- the made me feel more sorrow than the sorrow did. So <laughs> so happy in in future. Sorry, that was a bit of a downer. <laughs> anyway, Thanks, but Rob. next but next time next time we're gonna we're gonna get to see a special scene with Eva. So mm. that'll pep us up a little bit. That's the joy. I don't know. I was gonna say the underneath joy. That's the that's the joy division. <laughs> God. That was good. That was good. Well, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so let's. Jesus, got you guys got a super girthy episode. Yeah, this, this Jesus week. Christ, yeah. y'all. This is like Yikes. two plus hours. So, and that's my bad. I definitely should have done a better job of condensing and picking because uh, we definitely. I think this season we had a forty-five minute episode, and now we've had like a two and a half hour episode. So um, <laughs> I probably could have uh, picked my zones a little bit better. Yeah. So I apologize, dude. Yeah, there was a lot in this. Yeah, this was a fuck through. ton, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Groznygrad, Groznygrad was an hour by itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but let's uh, get on the fuck out of here. Um, Sam, yeah. will you tell people where they can go for geek time stuff, and then we will talk about where you can find us, and then we will get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can go, you can go. Are sorry, you slapping yourself really to stay away. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can go to uh, geekti.me. That's our website. Um, you can you can find all of our stuff we upload there. Um, you can also go to soundcloud.com slash geektimepod. Um, we've got uh, all of our shows on there. Uh, you can also follow us on social. Uh, Twitter is at Geek Time Network. Oh no, wait! SoundCloud is at is Geek Time Network now too. Shit, we did some stuff. Disregard. So every, everything SoundCloud. but Facebook. Yeah, everything but everything but Facebook is Geek Time Network. Patreon, um, if you want to drop a couple dollars our way um, and get access to our, frankly, supremely entertaining Slack channel. If I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> So just just quite a, quite a bit of quite a bit of cool stuff there. Um, God, I'm so disorganized right now. What You're fine. There's say? also a Spreadshirt shop, so you can go to Geek Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geektime.spreadshirt.com. Yes, um, it is. Or you, you can go to Geektime.spreadshirt.com, or you can go to our website and click shop, and you can buy some cool shirts, including a it's just mm-hmm. a box shirt, Matt Campbell 2016 shirt, and uh, a couple <laughs> other things. Yep. Um, and then we also have a YouTube channel now where we're uploading. Um, uh, Alessio has. Uh, PC Time Machine, where he's been playing the uh, original Fallout, and uh, our colleague James Reichmuth uh, just put up a Bioshock playthrough a couple days ago, as you're hearing this, so check that out. Um, there's going to be a special one for me here coming pretty soon <laughs> pretty wonderful. Uh, that, I th- that I think you guys will enjoy. If you listen to last week's episode, uh, that came true. Um, <laughs> so so check that out. Um but yeah, you can you can search for us as the Geek Time Network on YouTube. It's a very complicated link. Um, we need a hundred s- subscribers on YouTube to get a custom URL. So if you just want a nice, nifty, quick, and easy little link to go to, just help us get some subscribers. Even if you don't really use YouTube, just throw us a subscribe and just ignore us. But you know, <laughs> any, help, any 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 help we can get, and I think if you do subscribe, you'll like the stuff we're gonna give you. So check that out. 
Sweet. I think that's all of it. Um, I can be reached uh, via Twitter at AC Summerfield. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've actually had a, a couple <coughs> fans uh, reach me via Twitter and maybe even lined up some guests for MGS4 already through Twitter. So thank you very much, oh. Twitter. Um, you can also email me at Alessio, that's A-L-E-S-S-I-O, at geekti.me. Um, I totally just dawned on me like four episodes ago that I need to start spelling my name instead of just saying, yeah, Alessio at this thing, because uh, nobody <laughs> fucking knows how to spell my name. Um <laughs> I, I love because what we got we get emails sometimes and people address Alessio and they do A L L E S O or whatever. It's just it's it's everywhere. It's a super it's a super Italian name. Yeah, <laughs> so A L A L E S S I O. I apologize for my in your face Italian name. Um, but yeah, so you can reach me there. Um, and likewise, you can go to facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays to talk to us. Um, Rob, where can they reach you if they want to know more about you and uh, what yeah. you do? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on. This has been great. Uh, awesome. No, yeah. no problem. Thanks uh, for staying the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys can reach me uh, at uh, Rob M. Santos on Twitter. I do a lot of game development stuff. I'm actually putting together this stuff to start a web show where I do game development online with people, kind of like a live input thing. So that'll be coming this summer. So that'd be fun to get more people involved. And then... Uh, uh, Check out MetalGearSolid.net and like our Facebook page. I'm hoping to do some bigger stuff with the site, especially now that we've kind of closed the box on you know a full Hideo Kojima Metal Gear saga. And who knows what will happen next, if anything at all. But that that'll be fun. Oh wow! I just uh, I just hit you up with a uh, subscribe from the Geek Time Network official Twitter, Rob, and ah. I do remember seeing you at the at the place. You go putting now, faces now. to. Putting faces yeah. to names. Well, I, <laughs> faces to names. I just gave Boostasses. I just gave Rob a whole bunch of uh, free game systems and video games for his game design <laughs> yeah. Uh, discussions. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm going to do some videos fixing, you know, like the the, the Sega CD and stuff you, you gave me. Nice. So that would be cool. Uh, the, I have one request. So the Sega CD does not have copy protection. Um, I really want to just burn a CDR ISO of Snatcher. And uh, oh. I just need to see it in action on an actual system. And besides that, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I did not know there's no copy protection. I was I'm eyeing like the eBay auctions for that. <laughs> that, will, <laughs> that will save me a lot of money. That'll, yeah, I will hit you up once that's fixed. Sweet. Um, yeah, Isaac and Sam were both very angry with me that I just gave those away. But I Super. think they went to a I good wasn't home. angry with you. Isaac was. I, I was. Think, I don't think we. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think we even discussed it. I had a couple people that messaged me and were like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And I'm like, "Because you don't live within ten minutes of me." Um, if I would have been thinking about it, I would have. I would have paid for shipping, but yeah, you know. But it is what it is. Digital eras, guys. They help keep small apartments from getting cluttered. So, yeah. And so does Rob. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Rob. Yep. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Isaac. Oh hey, where can uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my stuff here in just a second. Where can they find you? Um, on Facebook, on Twitter. There you doesn't go. have a twit. Yeah. So dot com. That's about it. Since um, the last tweet binge of. Three um, days. let me check. Nope. No. Nope. 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 He's got four new followers. He's two away from from forty now. He's at thirty eight. We've got. Uh, <laughs> I'm trash forty nine. What is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riley, 
Riley McClellan is following him. Riley. Oh, right. Lawton. I think Riley is a yeah. uh, guy who wrote into the show. Riley oh. is. Uh, Riley's a listener. Lawton Hinks, um, who's... Okay, so this one's this one's a weird one. So Lawton Higgs and I'm Trash 49 have the same uh, avatar. It's of it's of it's of Sans from uh, Undertale. Um, um, I'm Trash 49 is his display name. His at is WJSMJ, but Lawton Higgs's at name is I'm Trash 49. So I'm starting to see what here. in the world. Got some dupes. Following <laughs> him. We've also got the bots. We've got, got also me. got Gunnersaurus. Gunnersaurus Wex W E X is following you too. Metal Gear Wex. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Did we? Uh, um, you can follow me. Oh, did we get Stephen Shooter? I feel like we. Did we get who? Stephen Shooter. Oh, Shooter. Yeah, the Shooter. 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 Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that last update. We talked about him last update. All right, I'll give him another shout out then. Steven right. Shooter. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Anyway, Let's if you, you can also check me out on Twitter, I'm at SamWrightDPS. You can also email me at SamW at GeekTI.me. Um, and then we also have a contact form on the website that goes to our admin email. That also goes to me. I check it uh, every day. Um, and it links to my phone. So I will get a notification for it. Unless you're James Reichmuth, apparently, uh, uh, emails. I can't see his emails. <laughs> Call, calling you out, J Dog. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. Very nice. Well, cool. Um, Rob, uh, we tend to come up with some uh, creative ways to <laughs> reference "It's Just a Box" by the end of the show to close out the show. Um, do, oh, do you man. do you want to take a stab at this? Ah. <laughs> uh. My brain is fried at this point. Oh um, man, I was just—I was thinking after that uh, fucking pro MLG level reference to <laughs> Ghost Dad's kid, um, that you uh, might be able to blast us into another stratosphere with uh, your It's just about. Uh, I should have thought of something because I, I heard this in the other ones too, the other episodes. <laughs> I should have known better. I don't think I got anything. Aww. I can do that voice that I did with Zach again. Okay. Hi guys, just wanted to get oh. back here and tell you guys I've been having a real good time playing the video game, fighting the sorrow, and just having just a lot of real good fun playing Metal Gear, <laughs> Metal, 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 Metal Gear Solid 3, <laughs> uh, and I hope that you guys have a great great time listening to this one. What voice is and, that? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> it's going on for too long. I just, I just wanted to let you guys know that it's just a hey. box. Just a box.